Bigger, bigger, better, better, older, older. The cold hard truth is taking talk to the next level. Right here on Bobo 89.1 FM, Cayman's Community Radio. We are still spilling the tea and committed to being part of the change that Cayman so desperately needs. Join Sandy Hill weekdays from 7.30 a.m. for Premier Access, Cayman Voices, Truthful Thursdays, and much more. Cayman's number one talk show is now bigger, bigger, better, better, older, older, and more than talk. Getting results with hot topics, consumer reports, court exposés, and more. I've come to set the record I've come to shine the light on you Let me introduce myself I am the cold heart truth Now, from the CMR studio in Grand Cayman Live, direct It's the cold hard truth Now, now Join the conversation on 345-936 2626. That number again is 345-936-2626. Good morning, good morning, good morning, beautiful folks. How is everybody doing? It's hump day Wednesday, and oh my gosh, I actually feel horrible today. But the show must go on, as they say. The show must go on. I was hoping that this would have been like a mild situation. Um, You know, just a little bit of a cold, like a head cold, and then this happened, and you guys know how it is. Um, mm-hmm. uh, hmm. <clears throat> um, okay. All right. Um, so yes. What a hot mess. Mm-hmm. Good morning, everyone. Um, how's everybody doing? Yeah. All right, we're in the middle of some tech things that's going on here. So you guys know how that goes, the bane of my existence, tech issues. Oh, my God. I don't even know where to begin with tech issues some days. But got a good support team in the background, hopefully getting it all resolved for me. We continue to struggle with some email issues. So um, we're doing a bit of a migration exercise to try to hopefully get that sorted out once and for all. Listen, I don't even need to know. I don't care how any of this stuff works, (laughs) to be quite honest. I just want it to work. It's as simple as that. So, um, yeah. Okay. So let me just send out my links to everyone. 
Just a second here. Mm -hmm. Make sure everybody is, we got our guests who's anxious to come on this morning. Got to make sure everybody's got the show links. How's everybody else feeling? Yeah, I went to bed kind of early-ish last night because I really was not feeling well. And the sore throat is kind of like lingering and then the head congestion and yeah, you guys know how it is when you're sick and you chill. You just gotta, just gotta push through and get more rest. That's the thing that I always find that when I'm not feeling well, rest can really make um, a world of difference. And for those of you who've been calling me, I can't really, I barely have a voice to talk for three hours a day. Like I'm really struggling to do that. And the hot drink helps, but if you see me not answering your phone calls, it's because I can't really talk after talking for three hours. You know, under normal circumstances, yes. When I'm sick, no. So it's not that I'm ignoring anybody. You just need to send me a WhatsApp message. Send me a voice note because I'm I'm really straining <clears throat> in the mornings to get this show done, right? I'm showing up sick or not, but it means that the rest of the day, I have to really try to reserve my voice and do a lot less talking in order to make it through. So I can't even do my individual morning greetings this morning. I'm just going to say good morning to everyone. I see all of you, all the usual suspects, just about 200 people online already this beautiful Wednesday morning. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yes, honey chill. Good morning. Oh, God. Poor King. He says, whatever you got, I catch it too. I'm back in Manchester. Oh, honey chill. Something's been going around for sure. And uh, Marlon was like, test for COVID. I'm like, at this point, does it even matter anymore? I mean, we're all vaccinated. I'm going to get my booster this month. Mm. Well, I was hoping, I need to find out, um, do we have the latest booster available at the HSA? Because I was actually going to, um, normally in the month of December, I end up being in Miami at least once. And I think this year it'll only be once. But I um, wanted to get my booster. Even if I had to do it in Miami, I'm willing to do it. So I'm putting on my little face moisturizer, my aloe vera. So yeah, I wanted to um, inquire about that. But now that I've got this cold or whatever this is, you know, you're not supposed to take your booster with, um, oh gosh, traffic's backed up today. Oh Lord. You're not supposed to um, take your booster if you are within two weeks of like recovery of something. I think that's still good medical advice, right? So that means I'm going to have to wait. But yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for booster number. Yeah, I've lost count. I think I've done four. I did the two and then I did one and then I did another one in December of last year. So I'm going to just do it as part of my annual regime. Thank you, Strong Wilt. Good morning. So yeah, every year I'm going to get boosted, honey, chill. 
Um, Blair's asking for the backup link. Let me just share it here on the screen. So we've got two options, yes, for um, YouTube. The best thing to actually do is to um, follow the page. So you just do at Cayman Ma Road Cayman in YouTube and you should be able to find it. I'm going to send the specific one now for today's show in the comment section. There you go. Good morning to Blair. Blair, my apologies. I always thought you were a man and then I put it together. <laughs> that, that's, that's a very unisex name. <laughs> so Blair is definitely not a man. Um, welcome, Marshall. Everybody else that's listening to the program. So yeah, I'm drinking my tea, trying to hopefully quickly get over. I haven't really been taking any medication per se um, for whatever this is, but I think I'll do... Um, I think I will do maybe an antihistamine a little bit later and uh, see how we get on with that. So good morning to everyone. So um, this week is going to be a short week. There is no show on Friday, so please mark your calendars. I'm actually um, going to be away doing some stuff. I told you all I've got a new project that is actually keeping me really, really busy. And so, um, not that I wasn't busy enough already, trust me. But, you know, I guess I like a good project. Uh, it's a long-term project, trust me. But this is like the initial setup stages. And so I'm doing a lot of, you guys will see some stuff for sale. So there's like refurnishing that's going on. So if you see me post stuff, um, that's what it's for. And um, yeah, so it's a whole it's a whole project and then some. But you know, um, I like to do things a particular standard. My husband thinks I'm I'm crazy. He's like, Sandy, you just gotta take your time. And I'm like, some things I take my time with, and some things I'm just like, let's get it done. What you waiting for? And once I've made up my mind, I'm pretty. <laughs> You know, I move pretty quickly. Like, I don't believe in wasting time. It's not something that's really on our side. So I feel like my project is moving too fast for him. He's like, there's just too much going on. Where's the project budget? <laughs> and right now I'm like, what budget? <laughs> there is no project budget till I get it to where I want. And then it's like, okay, halt, no more spending. We're done. But, you know, there's a there's a rule in business that you have to spend money to make money. And if you've ever been in business, trust me when I tell you, you certainly understand that. Whether it's spending it on good staff, marketing, all sorts of stuff, you've got to be prepared to spend money to make money. And I know a lot of people who are in business and they don't want to spend any money. And sometimes I just be shaking my head, honey, chill. So... There's a lot of things for my new project that I have to get organized. There's like a lot of back-end processes. And I'm, I'm very much about the um, SOPs, the standard operating procedures, having your manuals in place, having automated messages, like all the stuff that eventually 
is going to make my life easier, I want to implement as early on as possible. So I'm working on a new website. We got social media that we got to do. It's just a whole, it's a lot of work. If y'all saw my desk right now, you'd be like, oh my God, that desk is so messy. Um, I'm trying to contain it to like a singular pile. It just keeps getting higher. So my goal today, Miss Stacy's probably laughing if she hears me, but my goal today is to clean off my desk. So everything on the desk, I'm not moving. Well, I have a massage, I think, booked today, but I'm not moving from this area until the desk is clean and at least stuff is in a folder. And then later on, I'll go through the folder and sort it out from there. So, yeah, these are the things that we got to do. It's not easy being a business owner. Um, there's some new pandemic in China. I'm trying to ignore that, Aliano. I, I've seen. I'm trying to live in plausible denial. Like I'm, I'm one of those people for in, for this particular purpose. Normally, I'm, I'm steadfast in reality. But as it relates to this new thing coming out of China. I'm just like, oh, God, no, we can't handle another pandemic. What the heck is with China? We need to just lock China off. Be like, listen, we're going to just separate you from the rest of the world. You stay over there. We don't want to talk to you. We don't want you traveling to our country. <laughs> you know, it's just so unbelievable. What is with China? Uh-uh. You know, it does make you wonder. If some of this stuff isn't just being done on purpose or they just have so many people, they can't even control what they're doing. We haven't heard about a good Ebola breakout in a while, thank God. Um, but, you know, there's so many things that um, we as human beings just need to do better with. You know, like stop eating monkeys and stuff because we know where the Ebola is coming from. <sighs> Miss Dean, there will be no, there'll be no show. I think I might try to queue up. I'm going to speak to NC, CNCF, um, Mal over there, and see if what we can do instead is um, queue up a video for Friday's show from the Gimme Stories, um, which I think would be awesome. If you missed it, we went to the one in, I think that was Friday. No, Thursday. Was it Thursday last week? But we went to the one in Savannah. I got there a little bit late. I think that was Friday. I can't even remember. But I got there a little bit late. But it was really good. And I did capture some of the performances. King was a performer. Him and um, uh, Rita Eskovanovich were both flown in from the UK to perform. And um, if you missed it, you missed an amazing time. The stories are so interesting. I think storytelling, you know, what we do at Cayman Voices, for example, in a way it's storytelling, but it's like the person just talking about their life story and the things that they've done. By the way, we have Miss Elrita's story. I think I'll play that on Friday. So, so don't not tune in on Friday. I'll have something scheduled for you guys. It's just that I won't be live. But yeah, the stories were amazing. The selection of music um, was amazing. So well done to the CNCF for their continued efforts um, with, you know, these type of cultural productions. I think it's just uh, something that we, you know, culture, you have to celebrate your culture. You have to expose other people to your culture. 
And um, that takes work. It takes effort. It takes a budget. It takes money. It takes, you know, all these things. So I think the CNCF, National Gallery, all of these organizations do a really, really amazing job. And I do think that the government needs to step up and um, prioritize, you know, some of the budget. Because every time I speak to people in the ministry of what used to be heritage and culture, now it's separated, only God knows why. But, you know, they always said that um, they don't have the budget. Like they're having to beg for stuff for the National Museum and this and that. I'm thinking, you know, Tourism Attraction Board, they need a budget. I'm thinking, why, why aren't you given... You can find $10 million to give out to civil servants, but you can't find find money for the cultural, heritage and cultural budget. Our priorities sometimes are a little bit skewed, I must tell you. King confirms that Gimme Story was Friday in Savannah. And it was nice, you know, this time of year, it's nice and breezy. I missed all the food. Afterwards, I was like, oh, Jiminy Fish stuff. They were like, oh, honey, child, you came late. So I didn't even get to have any food, but... What happened while I was late is I was putting out a fire, not a literal fire, but I was dealing with customers for my new venture. Boy, I can tell that they're going to be testing my patience. And you know what? I'm I'm going to be a better person for it. I'm sure of that. <laughs> you know how when you're going through an experience, you're just like, oh, my God, these people are getting on my last nerves. But you probably need to learn a little bit of patience. So there you go. Morning, everyone. So we got a gentleman who's going to be coming on the show here now. Ah, my gosh. What can I tell you? Um, Somebody said to get mucinex. It's the best thing for the colder flu. Oh, okay. If you know what's going on with the traffic, by the way, let me know. I haven't heard of any accents or anything yet, so I'm not sure what it is. Um, But we really try to get people an outlet on this show to um, air their grievances and get some help. You know, my greatest fear is we're going to start to get to the point where people feel like they don't have any options. And so they're going to just start taking um, matters into their own hands. And trust me when I tell you, that's not a good thing. Like we never want to get uh, to that point. And so um, I'm really hopeful that at least this program gives people a little bit of an outlet, right? To get some recourse. And I know that it works because there are some people who, as a result of the program, get some form of justice. The other reason why we do it is because I think it's also important to um, expose who the wrongdoers are. Because one thing that I, one observation that I've made is that it's a small group of people that can do a lot of damage. So it's always the same crooks. It's just like when the police say to us, and I know sometimes you guys chuckle about it, when the police say, oh, you know, it's like 15 guys or a dozen guys committing all these robberies, y'all be like, mm-hmm, yeah, right. That's all it takes. Mm-hmm. The vast majority of people in the court system, when I sit in court, 
It's like a revolving door. They're in and out. They're there over and over and over again. I mean, some of their rap sheets are just unbelievable. I'm like, dude, how many times you can go to jail? How many offenses? It's like they just, it's just the the hamster wheel. Circular. In and out of prison. In and out of prison. Same people over and over again. So we finally have the reason for the traffic delays. Somebody said a broken down BMW in the King's roundabout coming into town. Oh, gosh. Anything broken down in the mornings is tough because you can hardly push it out of the way because there's so much traffic. Hopefully they can move it um, quickly. So, um, yeah, so this is, um, you know, one of the observations that I made is that these individuals tend to leave a whole slew of victims behind them. Even the woman that we were talking about, Karen, Julie, Hammond, the other day about the whole landlord issue, she's not the only one. That that one young lady with the $3,300, you know how many people call me about this Karen lady? They said, oh my God, she's done this before. Takes, takes people, deposit money, and then finds a reason not to give it back. Even Tessa... Um, What's it called? Tessa, uh, whatever. Tessa, um, what's the name of her business again? Tessa Hines. Even her company is now being accused by others of not really handling deposit monies well. Tessa Hines property management. People are complaining about them. Well, Sandy, I gave them my deposit and they wouldn't give my deposit back. And then they didn't bother to say, give me an itemized, you know, list of of what what was done, where did my deposit money go, none of that stuff. I'm thinking, listen, when you're running a company, you have a greater responsibility to ensure that your processes are in place. You don't just jump up overnight and be like, oh, I'm going to set up, you know, this property management company has been around for years. So if you have to use someone's deposit money, the very first thing you should do is communicate to them why, what damages there were, what needed to be done. It's just like, I swear, these people are just flying by the seat of their pants. They just do whatever they want. And because there is nothing in the law, and even if there's something in the law, it has zero teeth in it, they're getting away with literal murder. Uh Uh-uh. So many infractions. Right. And so part of the exposure is also informing you, the general public, so that you're aware and you have got to do your due diligence. Folks, there are people who've been featured on this show time and time again. The the most prolific one really has been um what's his name? Uh Garfield Rob, right? He's ripping people off left, right, and center. And you know that there are still people who go to Garfield Rob, give them their their deposit money, thousands of dollars, and then they run back. Oh, Miss Sandy, this guy took my money. And I said, do you read? Do you read social media? Do you read the website? Do you pay attention? 
Because how many times have we not featured this one single individual? Even to the point where his lawyer's like in court, well, she she has a problem with my my with my um with my client. I'm like, I have a problem with your client? No, your client is just a crook. And so he's been featured a number of times because he's a crook. Right? Multiple times we've talked about this man. And still people manage to be victimized by him. I am just flabbergasted. Before you get in business with anybody, even a rental agreement, try to ask around. You know, as a tenant, they're doing their due diligence on you. That's why they're going through a management company. But what due diligence are you doing on the landlord? Because trust me, this young lady who handed over $6,600 of her hard-earned money, had she done her due diligence and talked to people about this Karen woman, she would have never signed that lease. I have not met a single person, and this is quite bad when you think about it, who has anything positive to say about Karen. Somebody said, well, she is a Karen. <laughs> but seriously, that, that says a lot. When you're a landlord, that says a lot about you. Yeah. So you have got to do it. As consumers, you have got to do your part. Ask around. It's a small country, yeah? Let me tell y'all a little story. So my new project has to do with, I'm actually, <laughs> ironically, uh, in the rental space, but it's not for, it's not really for locals. It's um, vacation rentals, right? sort of Airbnb thing. So when we took it over, there was a bit of a transition stage with the old owners. And I had to um, go through this whole process of canceling their reservations online from their account and then setting them up on my account. So that, that means that I had to contact complete strangers that don't know me from overseas and say, hey, my name is Sandy. And... We're going to be taking this over and da, 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 And here's the procedure. You know, some of these people are like, wait a minute. Although it was coming from the messaging system from that guy's account because he'd set me up to have access. They were like, uh, we don't know who you are. Until we hear from him, we're not doing anything. So one Sunday I'm sitting here and I get a phone call. And someone local called me and said, hey, are you going to be managing this property in West Bay? And I'm like, how does this person know this already? And they're like, well, our, and I confirmed, and they're like, okay, because one of your bookings, there's a small world, um, has K-Man connections, and they know me. And they were like, I don't know if this is a scam. Like, now I'm afraid to rebook with this person because I don't really know what's going on. And when they asked, well, what's the name? And she said, Sandy Hill. She's like, well, there's only one Sandy Hill came in. And if it's who I'm thinking about, you ain't got nothing to worry about. So let me call her and verify. So once she called me and verify, she was like, oh, you're good. This is, this is the Sandy Hill. She's not going to be crooking anybody or, you know what I'm saying? When you find a landlord in particular, 
that people cannot say that about. Run from that situation. Don't sign a lease. Don't get desperate. Just wait until you can find something else. Because people tend to be creatures of habit and they tend to repeat bad behavior if they have had an issue with one person, a one-off situation, maybe. But when you see they continually have issues with people, there is something amiss, I'm telling you. And chances are it is with that particular individual. It can't be that every single tenant is a horrible person. Start looking at the landlords because they are likely the problem. Same thing with employers. A lot of employers are like, oh, my staff and did it. I'm like, okay. But if you're having a problem with every staff member, at some point, I'm going to start looking at you at my side eye going, really? Maybe you're the problem. So um, some of you are sending me footage of the traffic, I guess, today. What is this one? What is, what is this one? It's people cutting through. I'm not sure what this is. So, um, you know, that that's another reason why um, we continue to try to warn people as much as we can. So that you can be aware. They say that knowledge is power. And that is very, very true. So we're going to speak to a young man this morning. Who is another victim. And um, there's people who, who are trying to go around the traffic situation this morning. They're cutting through where the new Tim Hortons is supposed to go and holding up traffic. Yeah, they're desperate, but it's not going to help because the traffic delays all the way up by Kings. Um, so they're still going to get bottlenecked in it. But we're going to talk to a gentleman this morning who has been dealing with a situation since June. I also say that, you know, when by the time a lot of people come to me, most people don't come to me right away unless it's like a really desperate situation. They wait. And they wait and they're, they're, they try to talk to the person. They try to work things out. But unfortunately, um, you know, it is very, very challenging, to say the least. Damien says that maybe someone should create a page for no good slumlords. Well, on our CMR page, and I think we just need to start being more diligent about putting people up individually. We do have a consumer protection segment to the page. And um, so sometimes we'll highlight these individual stories and put them there because how that works is when you then Google the person's name, their name will come up in the search engine results. And that's important because y'all need to be Googling people. And uh, oh, somebody said there is a Facebook page. Um, so, you know, y'all need to start Googling these people. So take, for example, Karen Hammond. When you Google her, the first thing that comes up is her LinkedIn account saying that she used to work at HSM Chambers. 
And then apparently the attorney general sued her in 1998. Oh, really? Let's have a look and see what else she's been up to. Oh, just a minute. Huh. What do you know? This is what I'm saying. Google people. Google might not tell you the full story, honey child, but it's likely to tell you enough that you know you need to run. Let's see what she was sued for. Um, Attorney General versus Karen Julie Hammond. Yes. Uh, Grand Court of the Cayman Islands, cause number 612 of 1998. Uh-huh. Let's see. This case was about... Um, uh, unfortunately, this is such an old case that back then it doesn't give you the, they don't actually have the case itself. Huh. This is interesting. I wonder what this is all about. They should have read a summons from the attorney general. Normally the attorney general only sues people for money owed. But back then, that was kind of unusual. So I'm a bit curious, 1998. I'm a bit curious about what this could have been. Let me see if I can dig into some archives and find out. Hmm. But she was definitely sued by the Attorney General of the Cayman Islands. Wow. It's not often that government will sue you, I'll be honest with you. Um... So, yeah, so when we put up stories, you know, it's linked to the person's name. So you have a pretty good idea when you Google them what they've been up to. So let me just um, see what else we find about good old Karen here. Huh. That's, you see, that's a nugget. I'll see what I can find out. Uh, she was on Cayman Prep School's page. Uh, Cayman Islands Gazette, 2022. Oh, what's she in the Gazette for? You see what I'm telling you? You can find that stuff. Karen. Uh, here she is. Probate and administration. Oh, okay. So I'm assuming this is when her dad died. Fred Bernard Roncreef. Date of application, February 2022. Date of death, August 2021. Estimated value of the state, $245. So she was $245,000, sorry. So she was seeking to do probate on her father's estate. So uh, that was just last year. What a mess. So there's that. Um, she was a notary? Really? Huh. Is she still a notary? Let's find out. Let me see. You see, these are the things. I don't see her on the list, so maybe she no longer has it. Um, although it says 116-2023. Oh, I see what she did. She's using Julie Hammond. She does seem to use um, these names interchangeably. Yep, she's a notary. So reference number seven of 2023. 
Julie Hammond, P.O. Box 272. Now, here's the interesting thing about this. This means that she just became a notary, which is interesting because she shouldn't have been granted this because why would you be a notary and living overseas? You see what I'm telling you? People hoodwink the system in so many different ways. Hoodwinking it with people just deposit money. And then you know you don't live in Cayman. Why do you need to be a notary in Cayman if you don't even live here, if you're living in the UK? So if we inform the, I don't know if it'd be the judiciary about this, when she puts in her application, she shouldn't be saying that she's living in Cayman. You see what I'm saying about people? If they're dishonest in one way, the chances of them being dishonest in other ways, the chances of them trying to abuse the system in other ways is extremely high. Do you guys remember the video that we played last month about the guy who said he refuses to do business with someone who's cheating on his wife? Not because he is trying to get all up in the man's business. No, he says because it says something about his personality. It is a severe personality flaw that you could be that close to someone and sleep with that person, I guess. Maybe you're not really sleeping with them and that's a problem. But you know what I'm saying? Be around that person day in and day out and still, still manage to cheat on them. What do you think you're going to do to a business partner the first opportunity you get? Yeah. It's nothing for you to cheat on a business partner if you have cheated on a spouse. And, you know, when I first saw the video, I thought, eh, maybe that's a bit of a stretch. And then the more I thought about it, I said, but, you know, it does make sense because at the end of the day, what you're talking about is a person's personality flaws, right? You're like, who is this person? Are they an honest person or not? And if they're not an honest person, right? They'll cheat in this way. Well, not to say it's 100%, but chances are they might cheat in other ways as well. It's just a fundamental, you know, it, it makes logical sense. And so this is why you need to know who it is that you're dealing with, right? That's just the that's just the nature of the game. Let's let's watch it again because I want y'all to start learning some of these life lessons because this is really really important. And honor the person that I sleep in bed with. How am I going to honor my business partner? I was once sitting with a guy we went golfing, and he had just canceled a hundred million dollar deal that he had because he found out that the guy he was going to do the deal with had cheated on his wife. He sat there and he looked at me. I was like, "Dude, you canceled a hundred million dollar deal. It's just business." He's like, "It's not just business. If he cheated on the person that he sleeps with, there's a high likelihood that he'll cheat on me." Yeah. And it's like, it's not that it's going to happen or not. It's the fact that there is character flaws that can be changed that a person needs to work on. So you see what I mean? Character flaws. Thank you, Miss Bonnie. She said Fred was actually her brother, not her father. Thank you for um, clarifying that. But it seems to me that Karen might have a lot of a lot of personality issues here. Um, that might make you pause.
All right. Um, let's continue. We're going to give this gentleman a call now. And he's going to tell us his story today. Which, again, is shocking. You know, sad. The worst part about it is the people that are least able to, like, you shouldn't take advantage of anybody. But there's some people who can, I don't want to say they can afford to be taken advantage of because that's not really right. But, you know, they might have the financial means. Like, it's not going to be detrimental if you take $1,000 or $1,300 from some people. But it's like it happens the most to the people who are in the least position to be taken advantage of, which is so sad. That breaks my heart even more because they don't have the money. You know, these people make a lot of sacrifices. A single mother losing $3,300 is no joke. You know, a lot of the work permit violations are against poor Jamaicans who are coming here trying to work, trying to hustle, trying to make a dollar. I'm going to share a story with you guys later on about this poor guy and his wife. His Nicaraguan wife has taken advantage of him. Poor him. He never saw it coming. So these are not people who are rich or in a position to be, you know, like I said, it is so much more difficult for them financially and otherwise. So taking advantage of people who are already at a disadvantage says way more to me about who you are. You know, when we see crimes and, you know, talking about white collar criminals and they're hoodwinking people, millionaires out of, you know, well, it depends on how much they're hoodwinking them out of because you see in like the the uh, Madoffs of the world, they still, they were going after rich people, but they were taking everything those poor rich people had. That still hurts to take somebody's life savings from like a senior citizen. All these, these number scammers and, you know, whatever people scamming, who do they target? They target old ladies who are vulnerable. They target the most vulnerable people. And to me, that makes you the most horrible kind of person. But, you know, they say that Duppy know who to frighten. And that's true. Because you think I could get into a lease agreement with somebody like Karen Julie Hammond and she'd be keeping my deposit money? <laughs> she would know better. But she thinks that she can get it over on this single mother and the single mother don't know no better and she doesn't have any recourse. And that is what's wrong. And the system, even though there's small claims court there, so many people do not know how to utilize the system. They're afraid. They don't know what to do. In her case, she's overseas. So how do you sue her? How do you get to her? Serving someone outside the jurisdiction when it's just a summary court matter for $3,300 isn't easy. And Julie knows that. Karen knows that. So she is aware. She's worked in law firm. She knows enough about the law to know that it's not that she's untouchable, but it is a lot harder to get to her. And that is why people ultimately have to come um, to, to CMR because they don't feel like they have any other recourse. You know, over the weekend, I ran into um, a young lady that Ruth Anna still owes money to. And she said, Miss Sandy, you know, a person died in the family. She could have used the money then. She didn't have it. She's like, thank God I have a little job now. 
where, you know, I still need the money, but at least I'm not going to starve to death because I have my little job. Again, disadvantaged Filipino workers. You know, Ruthanna had the audacity, and this is why I feel sorry for her if she ever decides to run for political office, because this is the type of person y'all never, ever need to elect to political office. A dishonest person who makes somebody work hard for them and then you don't pay them for years. You don't pay, you steal their pension money, you steal their insurance money, and you don't pay insurance for them, you don't pay pension. You make a poor Spanish worker lose her baby. Does She doesn't even have a child. She lost that pregnancy because of the stress surrounding not having any health insurance when she was having problems with the pregnancy. How do y'all sleep at night? Only God knows. But you know what she had the audacity to tell one of the Filipino workers? Well, you don't have any kids or anything back in the Philippines, so what do you need money for? Listen to me. There are certain things that will make me come out of sorts, come out of my calm exterior shell and really go ape, you know what, on your behind. You work for somebody long, hard hours, and they have the audacity to tell you because you don't have any children, what do you need the money for? I'd be like, be, listen, I need the money because I work for it. You don't need the money. You're not entitled to it. Who the heck are you? You don't have any children. Your father hands you a business which you run into the ground and then you have the nerve to tell your workers that they don't need the money because they don't have any kids back in the Philippines. You don't know the woman business like that. I couldn't believe it when somebody told me. I was like, she said, what? But this is the liberty that these people are taking. It's bad enough you take people, buddy. But on top of it, you're going to be flippant and rude and tell them that they don't need the money. Money that they've worked for, honestly. That's why sometimes they will come in your business and steal from you because of how you're treating people. They don't, she doesn't need the money because she's not got no kids back in the Philippines. That would have been the day that I would have boxed Ruthanna down. No, not a word of lie. If I was that Filipina woman, I would have slapped her down to the ground and tell the police, come and do something about it. Because y'all not gonna help me get my money back. That audacity. I'm like, what on earth? Are you serious? But this is what they do. When you see workers, listen to me very careful. When you see employers, right? Only want to hire Filipino workers. Be careful. You know why? Because they know that most Filipinos are humble people. And unfortunately, they will allow you to take advantage of them. And that is a sad indictment, but I've seen it time and time and time again. Yes. They're taking advantage of these poor people because they know, oh, well, they're not going to do nothing. Who are they going to complain to? It's ridiculous. Let's call this gentleman. Good morning, everybody. Yeah, she's beyond rude. <sighs> Um, John LaRue says, why don't you set up something with Broadhurst Recovery to see if these rental victims can be represented pro bono nicely for Broadhurst to get back to the community? I don't know. I mean, there's certain types of law, obviously, that they, um, that they do deal with. And so I will have to ask them, John, I mean, there's no harm in asking for sure. I don't know if that covers, um, 
if that covers what they do. I mean, obviously recovery is very, very specific in terms of like personal injury. Um, those lawyers have experience in personal injury, right? So we'll ask. I mean, like I said, there's no harm in asking. Uh, Damon says, why is it so many countries are in poverty when they have uh, so many resources and minerals, cheap labor and on and on, but yet the UN does not uphold crimes against humanity, but only certain persons or countries get sanctioned or charged? Oh, Lord have mercy. Uh, good morning, Miss Maureen. All right, let's get this gentleman on the phone so he can share his story. Uh, this person says that it's clear and this is what the law says. It's clear that landlords are doing it. They just take the deposit and use it. So this person is referring to um, the, um, the the fact that the legislation says that even the current tenancy law says that a landlord should invest a tenant security deposit in an interest-bearing account at a Class A bank. Yes, but who is enforcing that? This is the problem. There, somebody said, yes, I saw the comment section said, oh, but you know, I don't think that we should allow government, because my suggestion is if we get a, a tenancy board, let them be responsible for the money. Maybe I should say that differently. Let them be responsible for the enforcement to ensure that the deposit money is as it is in the law now going into this interest-bearing account. You see section 22 of the current legislation, because that is not happening. People are taking people's money. And so to prevent this from happening, what you've got to do, folks, is have some sort of oversight. And there currently is no oversight, unfortunately. And so that's why everybody's just running amok and doing whatever it is that they want to do. By the way, yesterday, someone was listening to the program. And I don't know if you guys missed this, but towards the end of the program, we were talking about tickets in Cayman. And we were trying to figure out um, how you, you know, figure out how much a ticket is. Do you know that someone actually discovered that they were charged the wrong amount? Here, you know, this is pretty crazy. Let me see if I can find it. So they were like, how much for speeding this much over the speed limit? It's all in the law. We saw yesterday, we figured out the formula. They were actually charged $280 when they should have been charged $180. Let me see if I can find the message with the ticket. And so this is what I say, you know, knowledge is so powerful, right? This is why. If this person wasn't listening to the show yesterday and they didn't hear the comment, they didn't ask the question, well, Miss Sandy, how much would this ticket be again for speeding? I forget how much they were speeding. Oh gosh, sorry, my sinuses. Um, but anyway, it's supposed to be 180, and the ticket said $280. So I'm like, listen, I'm gonna give the RCIPS officer the benefit of the doubt and say that they probably made a miscalculation and they got it wrong. Uh, not necessarily that they were trying to hoodwink anybody. I mean, I don't know. But listen, how do you know? So now this person's like, how do I challenge this? And I said, well, this is easy math because it is all 
in the law. The math is 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 either right or it's wrong. There's no, you know, like, oh, we might have gotten it right, we might have gotten it wrong. You either got it right based on the calculations. I'm gonna try to find the ticket to show you guys. Or you didn't. So this person, here it is. This person said, good morning, Sandy. Um, so if you're ticketed for driving 39 miles per hour in a 25 miles per hour, what should it be? And I figured it out and I came up with $180. Somebody double check. Let's make sure that my math is actually correct, right? So I said $180 and then they showed me the ticket. They said, oh, they said, thank you. And then they showed me their ticket and their ticket says 280 from West Bay Road. And I'm thinking, how did they get to 280? Where's that extra $100 coming from? You see, this again is why it is important for you to know the law. Even me yesterday, I was surprised at all the different offenses that are in that traffic law that you know people could be ticketed for because, of course, nobody's enforcing it. Nobody's ticketing them for any of that stuff. But here it is, $280. And it says... They were supposed to be in a 25 miles per hour. They were doing 35 miles per hour. So how did they get to 280? Uh, did I do the math wrong? Could somebody double check it for me? Good morning, um, caller. Sandra, good yes. morning. Hi, morning. Um, well, if it's twenty if it's twenty dollars for every mile over the speed limit, uh -huh. and how, how much you say it was? So it's, it's 39 and a 25. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So it is a hundred dollars for every 10 over. And then between the 10, it's $20. So um, the, the oh, okay. <laughs> yes, so the, the traffic, um, what's it called again? The trapped, it's called the ticket, traffic ticket regulations, right? So they stipulate section, uh, hold on now, section 40, I think it was a bit further up. Um, oh, here we go. So it says that, um, right, up to 10 miles per hour, it's $100. For every further 10 miles per hour, it's $100. Maximum fine is $500. 500 and then in the detail board. section, it says that for every, um, this is section uh, 55, for every one mile per hour over the speed limit, it is $20 up to a maximum of 50. So I'm assuming the first 10, and again, anybody listening who's a traffic expert, if I'm wrong, by all means, correct me, but I'm assuming the first 10 is $100. And then because you haven't gotten to the next 10, they then do it incrementally by the miles, right? So 25 the first 10 would take you up to 35. That's right. Basic math. And then after that, 35 to 39 is four, four. miles. So four times nine, 20 nine is, 80. is 80. So that should be 180, right? Well, it looked like the officer calculated it at 20 miles, $20 for every mile over because 14 times 20 is 280. Now, whether or not that says in the law, I don't know. But Well, I mean, it. it well, again, I'm curious. Because um, it specifically says under the speeding citation, traffic speeding ticket, it's actually on the form that they're supposed to fill out. It says up to 10 miles per hour is $100. For every further 10 miles per hour, it's $100.
So unless they're using the wrong, because you're, you're saying that looks like what they did was they used a 20 times each mile per hour. That's 14 times 20 is 280. But that's not what the law says. Well, I guess I guess that the officer, that's, that's a matter for the officer and, and the person who's ticketed in the court. Um, any traffic yeah. experts around the place that can tell us how this works that are listening to the program? But Sandra, Sandra, um, yeah. a, a, a little bit off topic. Well, not really off topic because you did touch on it. That tenancies law, the tenancies law of 2009, is that in effect? Yeah, well, the current tenancy law that we're referring well, no, there's there's another one, but I think the current one that is in effect speaks to the fact that um, deposits should be kept in an interest-bearing account. Okay, all right. So somebody says that, yes, they're using it for 20 miles per hour for every mile, but that's not what the ticket offense, that's not what it says. So let, let us clarify this. Thank you, caller. I'm going to see if we can get, before we call the guy in, let me see if we can get a hold of the traffic department came in. Let's, let's, let's have a look. Because it seems to me that the traffic law is actually pretty clear. But let's see, because it wouldn't be the first time that police officers have been getting it wrong. <laughs> but let us see what, what formula they're using. 6254 is their number. Let's call the traffic department. Because again, here we're trying to educate people. And we always want to make sure that we give you guys the correct information. Good morning, Miss Kizzy. How you doing, honey jail? Thank you so much. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Can I speak to someone who is familiar with traffic? Like, do you have a head of the traffic division or somebody? Okay, let me transfer, please. Hold. Okay, thank you. Okay. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Sorry, who's this? Inspector Tahal. Uh, oh, Inspector Tahal. Um, Sandra Hill here. How are you? I'm good, ma'am. Morning. Good morning. Um, just bear with me. I've got. I'm a little bit congested from a cold, but I have a question for you. Um, and just for full disclosure, you're actually on air because we're trying to educate the general public about what the traffic law says in relation to speeding, right? So we were actually looking at the traffic law yesterday. I must admit for the first time ever <laughs> for me. And I was reading a lot of offenses, which I thought, oh my God, I didn't even know that that was an offense. That's so interesting. Specific to, feeding, to speeding, right? It says on the form that it is $10, I'm sorry, for every 10 miles over the speed limit, it's $100. That's correct, right? No, that, um, no, it's, which one of the laws you're looking at? So I'm looking at the traffic ticketing regulation, and it's um, page number nine of sixteen, and this is the actual speeding ticket, traffic law speeding ticket. So this is the actual ticket that is uh, filled out. Now this is schedule number one. Traffic ticket regulations is twenty twelve. So at the bottom of that, it says 
um, up to 10 miles per hour is $100. For every further 10 miles per hour is $100. And then maximum fine is $500. And then later on in the detailed section of Schedule 2, um, Section 50, hold on one second now. Section 55, it says that um, for every one mile per hour above the speed limit, um, it's $20 up to maximum of $500. So I assumed if you're taking this together, if you because you have to read Schedule 1 and Schedule 2 together, right? That Schedule 1 is like it addresses the, the larger amounts of 10 miles increments. And then anything in between is where you'd add the $20. So say, for example, I'm driving 39 in a 25-mile-per-hour zone, right? The first 10 miles is $100. And then the additional four miles past the 35 would be calculated at $20 per mile. Is that not how it's done? No, ma'am. That's um, incorrect. Um, originally, um, before um, the the um, fines were increased, the it was for ten every ten miles for ten miles per hour was a hundred dollars. Now, how the ticket as it is, right? Uh-huh. Every mile over the speed limit for every one mile per hour above the speed limit is twenty dollars. For every one mile per hour above the speed limit in a temporary speed zone, which like we said school zones and those things, remember the flashing lights? It's forty dollars. So it, the speed automatically yeah. doubles. So so but that doesn't that doesn't make any sense because that means is this the current version of the law, the traffic ticket regulations twenty twelve or is there a newer version? No, oh, no. It's um speed it is a section ninety two, the traffic act twenty twenty one. So no the I mean the act is one thing, but where are the regulations? What right. regulations are you using? Um, hold on. Is is the regulations updated as well? Traffic ticket regulations. Uh, let me see. What what version of the regulations are you guys actually using? Because if that hasn't been updated, that still says, because remember now regulations give you the details. The acts is kind of like the overview. The regulations give you the details. And if these regulations are accurate. Um, that means that it's the first 10 miles is $100. But hold on, maybe it's changed. So there is a newer regulation. Hold on, let's just have a look. Because I'm curious to know. Um, okay, there's a 2021 version. And you see, this is why it's important, folks, to always have your latest version of the law. So give me one second. So I'm going to go and look at the schedule one of this and see if that has been changed. So you're saying that it has been changed? Yes, ma'am. Okay, so Schedule 1, speeding tickets, amendment of regulation, Schedule 1. So, um, let's see, speeding. (coughs) Sorry. Uh... Where's schedule one of um photo? Huh. Trying to find uh where the new schedule is. Okay, so 
schedule one talks about um it looks like they've changed the forms as well so this has to do with register of vehicles department of vehicle licensing okay um so where is the speeding ticket uh, speeding ticket particulars of vehicle vehicle registration do you still have the speeding ticket in this a notification that vehicles beyond repair. Okay. Right, let me um. Let me yeah. I'm let, trying me, to find. Let, me, let me let me put it together and I'll email it to you. Yes, please, because right. this um, is very yeah. good. Okay, um, thank you so much. Me talking and you going um, and I'm looking at it. Yeah, time, yeah, so yeah. No worries. Um, let me put it together and I'll email it to you. All right. I appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. Bye. All right. Bye. Okay. So we'll we'll get to the bottom of this. So he's saying that there have been some legislative changes. And this is a it does look different. I'm just trying to find that specific section to see what the amendments were. Um so that would I mean that would certainly explain what the officer did, but this is why you've got to make sure that you actually check and verify these things because Listen, it's not unheard of that police officers have misinterpreted um, legislation before. So I don't even see anything in this traffic regulation 2021 revision that deals with tickets. Where is that section of the law? So the whole section before where we had all the breakdown of $100 for this, $100 for that, I don't see that in here. So where has all that stuff gone? Traffic regulation. So they've taken all of that out? That could not be. That sounds a bit strange. Um, it's only 60-something pages. So I'm having a quick look. So this has to do with like vehicle repair, roadworthiness, suspension, termination of vehicle license, uh, change of vehicle particulars. So I actually don't see anything in this in relation to speeding at all. So I want to make sure that um, that we have this. We're, we're trying to compare apples to apples here. All right. So this is what I'm going to do, folks. As he rightfully said, this is going to require a bit more homework. And um, I'll I'll double check because that has that that prescribed form of what a ticket should look like has got to be in legislation somewhere. So they couldn't have just taken it out and left it up to the police to determine what the, what the form looks like. This is why the law and understanding the law um, is so important. So I'm going to find where that is now in law. And I'm sure some of you might be trying to help me out here with this. So someone said it is in, well, that no, that's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at 2020, 2012, but he's saying that that's been superseded by newer, newer regulations. So if it has been, then um, I need to know exactly where. Okay. 
All right. Well, we'll, we'll come to it. Don't worry. We, we are not going to leave alone because again, I want to make sure that all of you have the correct information. And in fact, I'm going to speak to an attorney who is well-versed with traffic laws. Um, I, she was messaging me earlier today and I'm going to ask her, what is the current regulations for traffic? Uh, current traffic regulations as it relates to speeding specifically. All right, we'll get some answers. Okay, let's call our guest. Uh, he's been very patient. Let me see now. Where's his number? Here we go. All right, folks. Uh, hi, morning, morning, sir. How are you? Yes, morning. Sorry, I've got a bit of a, a head cold. So, um, all right. So we're, we're going to start at the beginning, sir. Um, tell us from the very beginning what, what your story, what your situation is. Okay. Oh, sorry. Sorry. One, one second. People are saying that they can't hear you. Just one, one second for me, sir. Just give me one second. Let me just verify uh, the settings here. Um, uh, just give me, hold on one second for me, please. So let me just check here. Uh, okay. So we have WhatsApp. So we need to adjust this one. Speakers. Okay, just just try speaking for me now. Uh, let's see if that's any better. Okay. Uh huh. All right, hold, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. One second, one second. They're still saying that they can't hear you, which is strange. One second for me. So radio folks, they're saying that they can hear you just fine. Okay. Um, but nothing unsocial. Huh. All right, what, one second for me, sir. Let me see. Uh, I just want to make sure that everybody can hear you. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a second. So they're saying maybe I'll adjust this one. Hold on one second. Audio. Um, okay, try speaking now. Let's see. All right. All right. I In think, June. I think they should be able to hear you now. Yeah. All right. The Nalico permit problem then I work. So I'm going to try to start with the permit. Uh-huh. At the same time, I'm going to look at room to rent. 
Okay, my big sister know him and tell him about me. All right, so tell him about me, you know. And we exchange number. Okay. I called him. Uh-huh. When I called him now, because I'm live up now outside. And then live just down the road. Yes. Anyway, call him and him pop up at my gate. Uh-huh. And I say, all right, and explain to him and him say, oh, yeah, man, yeah, man. Uh-huh. All right, so I gave him the down payment with a willing heart. Uh-huh. I said to him, I need a receipt. He said to me, say, he will get the receipt and get, let me get it. Okay. I send it to my phone. All right. All right. He didn't. Invite note me and say, the man write the receipt, I aim to pick you up. All right. Anyway, don't get an iTunes and then call me and they say, where am I? I'm going to tell him. I say, all right, I'm going to come pick up the rest or something. Say, all right, I'm asking for a receipt, still no receipt. And how much money? Okay. How much money did you give him at that point? Three hundred dollars first. Okay. All right. Right. Don't payment. Right. Yes. Right. I continue asking for receipt. I'm always asking excuse. Anyway, when he pick me up the day and I turn on, then he might come up and give me rest of money. He say, "Him do permit me." I say, "Really?" <laughs> oh so boy. Lord have mercy. So hold on now. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. You trying to get this man to give you a receipt for yeah. um your rental situation. He not right. giving you that receipt, but now no. he starts to tell you that he's a jack of all trades and you can right. get you can get permit. He can put in right. a permit for you. Oh. But you didn't you didn't, anyway. you didn't think to yourself, mm, this man no. already not keeping his word. Maybe I can't trust him. Right. All right, Iwaguano is Miller, right from St. Elizabeth Nian. My granny is Miller from St. Elizabeth Nian. So it's like we say, but we are family. Oh, okay. <laughs> so the end, you know, as a family, you know, we start to, you know, start to link me, call me regular, and, you know, everything. I said, yeah, man, me do permit, can do a permit for you, man, because we're not familiar. So I said, all right, then, yeah, you know, so let me give you the choice then. But first, he said to me, say, you know, the agency in deal with. And I said, okay, if you deal with the agency, then you have a problem. All right, so me I work okay. with him, man. All right. One day me I come from work now, I'm a stop at Everglow, and then call me the one Friday. Uh-huh. Even that Friday, I lost $500. Uh-uh. Anyway, him drive down and say, what well, I'm saying, you know? Because, honestly, me that put it in for a young lady. You understand? Even though me the way down, me I try to balance me, but me still I try to help somebody. Uh-huh. All right. He said, yes, man, you're a family, man. We deal with that for you, man. What do you mean, man? You're a family, you know? So who, who lost the $500? You or him? Me lost it. Oh. You see him Friday? Oh, God. Yeah. And anyway, he come and give him. He said, how much do a janitorial permit? He said, $650. Express. Say, all right, then. They give him $300. And he said, he do a police record for $50. Uh-huh. Right? Wow. So we give you back in. All right. And next day, you know, in my town, each in a them time, and he always called me, check up on me, find out what they say, and then get the last money. And he said, All right. Uh-huh. We start with dialogue. That's why I say, I have all the voice notes that you have sent. Yeah. And I saved them. You understand? Yep. All right. I express, you know. <laughs> One of them tell, him tell me, say, Boy, they have some backlog. So, you know, it's a road. Hold back a bit. Say, all mm-hmm. right. 
recruit as a family. Mm-hmm. So me I realize it I go long and long and I say to him, say then go on, go on. he might tell me say boy he permit differ. And what I tell me say, then oh differ, me no get no receipt. Well come and say name bad if you tell me. But me say me in a business. Mm-hmm. I'm asked for receipt from all long your camp, even no receipt at all. Right? Mm-hmm. Him continue promising say boy that the day, day that the day. day. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go to the room, you know, the permit, because I can't go show me house when I get, can't go there send me a video. I sent you the video at the house. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? Anyway, one day now, he called me and said, the lady call him, the secretary call him, say, this is the message with the immigration, give, give him, so he might tell me. Mm-hmm. I don't remember one of them, because I have them on my phone, I sent all the voice notes. Yes. Right? He, sent, he sent a Good. lot of evidence, I must say. Good. Uh-huh. Me continue, me can't, all me getting, trying to get to the man. I pay Monday, and I say my time out, me go to Mr. brother. Me continue asking for my receipt from when time, when I know you can prove me that receipt. All right, let me get the number, your agency, and whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. what is anything wrong with you? Me can't go there, go get whatever. Right. The man say, no, me, you know, my client go deal with him, thing. him deal with it himself. Mm. Yeah, I, I send that advice note to you too. So me I say, brother, me you not busy. You drive me down for the money. No, you're not doing I'm going need the money. Why me you feel a problem? Mm-hmm. Me got a yard one man and he's frightened when he see, he see me and do away. Mm-hmm. Because I live in my house now. And he pee through in the tree and he see me. So you know, but I come back out of my house. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, me started to work now and me continue asking about this permit thing and he might grow me. He might grow me. And me say, boy, you this woman is a scammer. Mm-hmm. And so I take the lady. So he said, lady called him and start to cuss him and block him. So I said, then, oh, you, oh, you, oh, you, oh, your secretary is supposed to block you. <laughs> right? Lord Jesus. Right. Oh, what a mix-up story. Uh-huh. The first address that he gave me was Talbert Miller. Mm-hmm. I sent that to you too. Yes. And he continued to come around the corner and he realized, let me find out. Right? Then I had me, then I had a weird pan me saying no did in there he said no pan girlfriend and me no see vehicle I come drive one KIV sometime plus film like okay he must say a lie me I tell and I watch my pan camera when I message him delete it so fast because I never know when he said to me uh-huh. saying inside the house, I watch me uh-huh. so I say why I delete this I so fast uh-huh. and in continue every time I call him he have a story Monday 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 I pay money at him money my guy office will get money come give me right and until to the day, right? And him drive past me, he stop call me, now take me call now, nothing at all. Hmm. Right? When I went to the police station on a bad tone and I reported the police give me a paper, I send it to you. When the police call him, mm-hmm. him tell the police that he no know me. He <laughs> said, My God, how wow. can I don't know this man? I mean this man a dialogue from June, right down from the house. Him, can I go show me the house? Rent out the house, have my money, can I go to my next house, run a swamp or whatever, just show me the door. And all of these things, and I'm doing my man, the lady. And one Sunday I call the lady, and the lady say, text me, say, she don't answer phone on Sunday. Mm. He said, really? Mm. And this is how they have me, have me dragging me, dragging me, dragging me until to the day. All right? Him. Do it with the next person in Jamaica. This is large times of town. And they get in, I don't know, they get in touch with me. And they send me all the information. 
the money that thing got the um, place got collect and hold them to send the money and we then to send the money. I send you all those receipts. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. So my time when we call him, when I tell me call him, he say in a hospital, he send me the picture. You get to understand that is a long time picture Nick sent to me. Mm-mm. You understand? Mm-mm. When we start to talk about, me realize we him do a lot of people so. I remember one day I come up in Ikea with me and him. I think at that time he get the last money. Mm-hmm. And this lady by gas station about to another buy gas. And this lady I said, boy, I tell him about the money thing. And he said, boy, I'm wife. So that's why my wife, my ship's saying wife, so I collect the money and don't know about the money. Hmm. Yeah. He go back and he tell me about him have this gentleman um, permit mm-hmm. and the young man the gone down because he meet up here three months, three months. So I said, no, man, this now adds up. I realized that that's what he did now. You understand? Collect people money mm-hmm. falsely. You can do permit and don't do it. Mm-hmm. I had to work yesterday. I said, no, nah, come and work today. Because this man, I came too long. I'm going to highlight him. And the mm-hmm. only thing the man said, ah, oh, a Nick? And I said, yes. He said, Jesus Christ. He said, that's why he can't come back to St. Elizabeth. He said, I'm going to hide God. That's what he did. One of the gentlemen said, mm-hmm. he collected money from him. 700 if he do one permit and hide him. And he said, trick him. He said, man, go look for him. And I saw me can get back for him $700. Mm-hmm. I was saying to him, say, give me your number. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Right, uh-huh. and this is what it does the gentleman from Jamaica. Same thing into the gentleman, take picture of the lady. See, I send a picture of like him by behind the computer, like him. I do like I permit and tell him and say buy 20 can buy a ticket for go. And I see him thing and tell me by next Wednesday, uh-huh. once the permit guy myself. And these things that Nick, Nick is doing, I get to understand that a lot of people Nick has done this. Mm-hmm. I tell him, say, me now, me now put it down because if me and your family, you should never do this to me. Well, he shouldn't do it to anybody, family or not. You right. know what I mean? I mean, geez, yeah. I'm peace. So, um, what part of Jamaica you say Nick is from? Nian, St. Elizabeth. So he's been Cayman long enough to have a business where he can take out work permits for people? Does he have a legitimate business? As I said, and I said to him, I talk to my guy, I said, my wife used to do it. Mm-hmm. And my wife would be and then divorce and scar some money. I come in and they went to catch his wife, so he collect the people their money and get his wife, make money wife mash up. So who, who is Talbert Miller? Is that the same Nick? You see a Nick. Oh, God. I've got so many names. All right. Just now, uh-huh. I come from the yard and we're not falling. Me trip on the veranda, me see him post the window and you can realize me they say nobody come out of the house because a couple of man him go there and he see me and he, you know, him frightened. So him see me now, so he no come out so of the house. So you're, you're still so renting me. from him? Because I need me money. The other okay. day, me, me, me don't get some policeman, so I go and I put, no, put myself in a trouble. I don't put myself in a trouble. Yeah. You understand? Me just need me money. Mm-hmm. And if this is the way Nick and the lady that I work together, Taking people money and scamming them. He need to bring down. Uh-huh. Because this poor man from Clarendon now. See, the, see, and sister try help him, you know. Uh-huh. And the man tell him to send the money. And see, collect him and money now. And he hide out the man, not take no call from the man. Like I see like when he do me. Uh-huh. And I don't know how the man get to reach to me and send me all his information when man can like and when he can advise note. And him send the receipt. And all me ask Nick for my receipt. And from then time until today, I have the receipt and Nick have my money. Okay. 
No, wow. if I was a wicked man or a cruel man, I'm a see no. You, what do you think would have happened? Huh. Yeah, you you would get yourself in trouble for real. That is it. Mm-hmm. You understand? All right, let let's see if we can get a hold of this Nick fella and see what he has to say for himself. Yes, yes ma'am. Um, let's see uh, here. Two number, two number. You see, one engagement command and the other one pan in DP. All right, let's see. Um. All right, these people. Are... Yeah, we'll we'll try Nick first, because really you you had dealings with Nick. He's the one that you had yeah. the majority of right. the dealings with. Not really the woman that yeah. he claims yeah. is his right. wife, soon to be whatever, whatever. His secretary. His secretary, right? Yeah. All right, let's see. What a mess. Ah, oh, boy. <sighs> mm-hmm. Hi, good morning, uh, Nick. Yeah. Morning, Sandra Hill here. How are you from Cayman Mall Road? Okay. Yes, sir. You doing all right? Yeah. So listen, um, I have a gentleman on the show this morning who is saying that um, you have taken money from him for work permits from, I think it was June. And all now the man can't hear what's going on with a permit. Where, where, where name? Um, gentleman, what's, what's your name? You know me as Shorty, but my name is Devon. Shorty. Devon, a.k.a. Shorty. If you look at the window, you'd see him. No, me just leave. Me just oh, leave and come up. In, 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 in. All right. So he's also your tenant. Um, listen. No, sir. What, what, what do you mean, no, sir? No, he's not my tenant. He's not your tenant. No. He didn't. He's my. He didn't give me any. He give me some money mm-hmm. for for looking at place for him, and I get it. And I refund the money to him. Why would you so refund back the money if you got it? You found him a place? No, we didn't get the place, so we give him back the money. All right. What about the permit business? He gave you um, money for a permit? You have a business license to take out permits for people? Or a business? I Listen to me. I did not involve with him with no permit, so I don't understand what this is all about. So he has voice notes. He has receipts. Um, money that was given to you. So you're saying that this yes. man is making all of this the, up? The receipt and advice note that he have is for the, the six hundred dollars he need give me for the rent. Um, Can I say something? Yes, surely. Uh-huh. Nick, you did not give me a money for the rent. I no receipt for the rent. I ask you. I send all the vice note to her. No, she have all the vice note in the brother. That's yes, I don't. That's the way. I, Richard, hold on. Hold on. Hold on, one at a Hold time. On one at a time. Hold on. Yes, Nick. You said to me that the man write the receipt and you would pick it up for me to get it. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah, yes. Uh, no, it... Nick. Nick, just but hold listen on. Listen to me. Listen to me. Did you, did you, you not give me a receipt? Hold on. You take $650 from me for the permit. What was it? $650 for the express permit, Nick. I've been asking you for the receipt. Right, and then I said to you, 
All right, give me the, the, the your number, the agency that I can go. You said to me, you know, make client deal with your business that you do it yourself. I have that voice note I send it to her. Yes. So you are talking now, and she have all evidence. Me now make up nothing. Everything you say. Shati, Shati, Shati. Me and you only have some business with a rent business, brother. Me and you, of course, you know. So where so, me yeah, all, right. all right, one, one second. Shorty, Shorty and Nick, hold on a second. Um, Nick, if, if what you're saying is true, why would he be sending you messages about a work permit and you'd be responding? Okay. Ask me if you do a work permit, I'm going to give a message to give somebody else no my actual permit for his girlfriend. It's only transaction me and Shanti make is only $600. For the rent, I will give it to him. Mr. Angel, listen to voice note. Wait, 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 um, Nick, Nick I, have, I have a million voice notes from this man in your voice, you know? Okay. <laughs> I mean, okay. I, don't, I don't know how you're pretending like this never happened. Okay. I mean, make it up then. After my voice, then. Nick. One, one. I'll lose Boy, listen, there's so many voice notes. You have to make a call her and tell her. Say, for for me, can, can right, you hear me. that? Can you hear that you one? Send the text where you send from me this morning. Say, I lose trust in me. So I tell her, say, look like, say, you know, believe what me I say. So she said, just send me this text for me and call her from mine. But she said, she did busy. You understand me? Uh-huh. Yeah. That are you, Nick? That's my advice, yes. Okay. I mean. It's not a message. I tell message the agency tell me. Call me and tell me the call. May I try to call her and she just get to me and the advice no she left me. Okay? Good. I mean... And the permit can't me, 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 me never want to interrupt you because I can't check out. Or oh, if you get a new contract, but the lady, the send it come. Yeah, so... But you're you're talking about permits. You're not talking about no no rental thing. Okay. Oh, yes. thank so, God. Yeah, what, 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 what story are you trying to go on with? Come on, Nick. You have to You have to tell the truth. You know, you know the name of the show is the Cold Hard Truth. You can't yeah. come to CMR with no lies. What is this all about, See? sir? See, Listen, Mr. Can I ask a question? Yes. You have this show on live. Yes, I just told you you're on the show. No, well, Mr. I don't you think have I didn't call me off the air. Call you off air? Yeah, we're not talking. No, I'm going to discuss this on live. Why? Because no, I mean, the no, truth, the no, truth don't have no, to be hidden. No. I'm not going to discuss it on live, please. Yeah, man, if you discuss it online, can you take all the man money from um, Jamaica? Nick, let, let, me, let me ask you. Oh, he hung up the phone. <laughs> yeah, man. That, you see it? Uh-huh. So let's call the woman now who claims that she's working with him and see what she has to say for herself. Uh-huh. So this is this is the wife or the secretary? Who's this woman? The secretary. The secretary. child is temporarily out of service. So her if number's out of service. reached this recording in error, please try. Wow. So this is what Nick looks like. Yeah. So um I mean geez on peace. I can't believe Nick's sitting here lying when we have all this evidence and all these voice notes. All right. Hi, okay. good morning. Miss Sergio, please if I put I don't want to talk this on live, okay? But but Nick, listen to me. Th- this is gonna go one or two ways this morning, right? I'm not into no long talking. Despite what my husband might tell some people, I don't like no long talking business. What you need to do by tomorrow is just find the man money and refund his money. Tell him to come to me. You're giving me, you're going to give me, hold on, shorty. You're giving me your word now that you're going to return the man money? 
Because because the alternative, Nick, listen to me. The alternative is going to be continued exposure and you're going to go viral all over the place. Nobody will give you another dollar for nothing. Because it seems to me you might not be an honest person. So you find the man money and that's going to kill it. Me not, like I said, me not into the long talking. End of story. Uh, Miss Sandra, excuse me. No, hold on. Nick, uh, Nick, I... Nick, you understand? I'm making myself very clear, right? Okay. All right. All right, Miss Sandra. He, he's going to ask him, all right. Shorty? About the Nick gentleman at Jamaica. We have collect a receipt. Look, and, look and here. And look here. We got to deal with you. The next gentleman in Jamaica might have to fend for himself. You get your okay. money, and then the next gentleman will have to sort out himself, all right? Your money okay. is why you're here today. Nick, find the man money. How much is it? Just to be clear, we're all on the same page. $650. $650 CI. You're right. All right. Nick, I did He give me three, and then he give me three after. Fifty. So I'm to the police record money. Let me pay fifty dollars. You tell me that I'm gonna give you six hundred and fifty dollars, Nick. Six hundred and fifty dollars. Nick, and you said to me, "Yeah, go collect the money and come give me at the office." Shorty, shorty, one second. Nick, believe me when I tell you, it's not gonna be worth the fifty dollars. You know, go borrow the fifty dollars from a friend and get the man back his six fifty. I'm back the house. I am at the house. He can come now for his money. Tell him to come and see me now. All right. Thank you, Nick. Appreciate it. Shorty, <laughs> listen to me. Yeah, can you enjoy what I do, you know? Yeah, I mean, he got mm. he got your money. I want you mm. to go, no one can into no foolishness with this man. Just stand outside his place and yeah. make him hand you the $650. Count it before you leave. Anyhow, he don't All give right. you the $650, you call me back. All right. All right? Yeah, hit the right now. Okay, good. The cruel man, man, me I tell you, Mr. Sanja, very cruel. And if he you have some, um, somebody listening to the show, said so take somebody with you because we can't really trust this man still. So if you have a friend that you can pick up on the way, it's probably a good idea to take him. Because you know, I have no friend. Well, I don't know if you want to stop by. Where, where is he in town? No, man, he just live down the road. And I submit um, um Team this, I'm just live up um nine eighty five Frankston Road. I walk in distant. All right. Um, I don't know if you can go by the police station because God knows they're hardly ever there in Frank Sound, but or North Side. But anyway, um, maybe you could, maybe you could um take somebody with you, or at least record it. Make sure your camera's on recording so he don't try to fund a business. Yeah, yeah. All right. Keep us posted, Shorty. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Thank you very much. All right, my dear. Yeah, all right. Listen to me. Some days, me can't take the long talking thing, you know. We're not really business with it. No, sir. Wow. And people can lie? All right. I'm going to ease up on Nick momentarily because I want to see when Shorty goes there for his money, what he going to do. Don't worry, Darlene. You you shh, relax yourself. More coming. Candy says Nick get exposed today. Misha says it's shorty and Nick special. My God. Gabby says Sandra for the win again. Listen, I'm a very 
I'm a real no-nonsense person. You know, trust me when I tell you there's certain things that I just cannot tolerate. In abusing people, I'm not up for it. Lying, y'all done know, I'm not up for it. And it don't make no difference whether you're a politician lying, whether you're a man on the street. It don't make no difference. Same, same lying traits. But like I said, I'm really, especially how I'm feeling today, I don't even want to hear this story. Just give the man his money because you've done a lie a long time. We don't see that you are lying. My God. I don't know how people think they can lie so. And I have every voice. When I tell you the man had some evidence, he sent me everything. Lord Jesus. And, and police clearance, isn't it $25? Has it gone up to $50? He probably added on a little 25 onto that. We hoodwinking people, man. No, sir. Like I tell him, he better find six fifty. I mean, I know where he getting it from, but he better find it today. Aliana says, "Bop bop, Nick, Sandy, long talk for short." I'm just not in the mood today. Sort it out. Morning, Tracy. Brian is here. Um, it, I mean, here's the thing, though. I want to talk a little bit about this because you guys have to know that there's actually a loophole in the law. Where right now, immigration, WORC, can't do anything about these people. You know, this has been happening for so long and our legislators are asleep at the wheel. The loophole is if the person has not submitted the work permit, WORC can't get involved. It's a police matter. And so then the problem there. Is that the police, well, y'all know them already. Everything is a civil matter that I got nothing to do with them, according to them. So <laughs> until he actually submits a work permit, because if he submits it and then they find out, okay, the guy paid for his work permit, that's a WORC, that's an immigration offense. So then immigration can deal with him. But until he does that, and so what these people are doing is they're taking people's money and they're not submitting any work permits. So then it's a police matter, and the police are like, oh, well, you know, it's a civil matter. We're not getting into it. The loophole needs to be closed. So Magdalene says the department needs to deal with this. Temporary work permits needs to cease. Uh, this is what is helping to contribute to the problem of persons paying for their own work permits. It, it's, it's a whole, Magdalene, I'm telling you, it is a whole sham, and I think that something needs to be fixed um, in relation to it. Who's in charge of that now? Labor and uh, pensions is doing, but who's WRC? That would still be um, Minister from North, from East End. Yeah, they they need to lock it down. There's so many abuses, and you hear what you hear what Shorty say. Shorty is trying not to get himself in trouble. $650 is a lot of money for Shorty. Him not have it to just give away so. Right? So you give somebody $650 and you've been chasing them since June. And can I get your money back? Can I get a receipt? Can I hear nothing about permit? All you can hear is one excuse after the next. It's like, come on. What on earth? No, sir. A lot of you saying that he should carry a police officer. I mean, I think that would be the best thing, but child, you go and try and get a police officer. Now they shut five hours later. 
if the man say he got the money, then, you know, you want to claim he got it. I want to hear before 1030 that this man got his money in his hand. So you see what he says? Somebody else had to threaten him back in Jamaica to get their money back. This is the foolishness that's going on here that is totally going to get out of hand. Somebody is going to lose their life over this work permit foolishness. And they go to the police and you see what the police say? Oh, sorry, we can't help you. You understand? Now, poor him, he's trying to advocate for somebody else in Jamaica. Like I tell him, advocate for yourself. Sort out yourself, get your 650 back. That poor man in Jamaica, he gonna have to come back on and talk about Nick same way. These people are ridiculous. WRC falls on the border, so that's John John. Well, Lord help us. We know not nothing gonna happen there. As a matter of fact, he's saying to remove the um the requirement for rollover completely. <laughs> Only then you gonna see some abuses in the system. <sighs> Lord Jesus. Thank you, Don. I don't need a medal. I'm just trying to help these poor people, and it's ridiculous. That's what I thought. I thought uh, um I thought the $25 was the um the police. Uh, Kathy says $50 if you want an express. Mm -mm. No, sir. Wow. And then he don't want to be on radio. Call me off air. What, what are you going to say to me off air that you cannot say on radio? Hmm? That's only when you're trying to hoodwink people into lies. And like I say, not me. You're not going to be hoodwinking me into lies because I must have got about 100 voice notes. Forwarded. I've got receipts from when he was sending it to somebody else. I've got video clips. Listen, Nick had, I mean, Shorty had all of his stuff in order. Hmm. What a mess. Every single voice note, you got to hear him. Lord Jesus. Uh-uh. Sort yourself out, Nick. As them young people say, check yourself before you wreck yourself. And, you know, I start to ask a lot of questions, like, how are you in Cayman and able to do this? Like I tell him, give the man his money because anyhow, I start digging real deep, you're in trouble. Because you better believe he's not honest with this. He's probably not honest with nothing. I bet you he has no legal authorization to even be doing this. And once again, this is where somebody better step in. I don't know if it's police, WORC, or who. You know how many people... Uh, taking out work permits. They have no business license. They have nothing to be able to do it. They're just stealing people money. Uh, Damien says, uh, so what, what not? He just admitted and he should be arrested. It's ridiculous. So Desert Rose says that Miller character is a real crook, a well-known crook. And has issues on and off at immigration for years. How is he still doing this crap? No real consequences, you see? Yep. Wow. Unbelievable. So the only thing that's scaring them straight is CMR? Come on now. Public exposure? So listen. A lot of times in life, it's sit back. It's easy for people to sit back and say, well, you know... I'm not going to do anything. That's not my problem. I want y'all to listen to this little skit I was watching last night to see why you have to make it your problem because it will become your problem. Have a look at this. 
So, what's up, Doc? Is my wife okay? Breathe. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so, what's up, Doc? Is my wife okay? <coughs> oh, my, my apologies to our... Uh-oh. And my apologies to our radio listeners. It looks like I had myself muted there and you guys can hear that. So I was just trying to set it up. So let me just play a quick commercial and that'll kick back in. And then I'm going to explain to you guys what this is. March 4th, Viva la Revolution! Um, Sire, what are you doing? Well, I'm leading the revolution, underling. It looks like you're talking to the garden. It's a plant-based revolution. God, you ruin everything! The plant-based revolution marches on at Burger King. Joining the Rebel Whopper are the all-new plant-based nuggets and chicken royale. Created by the vegetarian butcher in Europe, the new chicken royale and nuggets replicate the Moorish taste of the original BK classics, but made completely from plants. Come try the plant-based revolution at Burger King. Full menu at BurgerKing.ky. Ocean Ridge Heights offers an amazing opportunity to own a piece of land in idyllic Cayman Brack, right on the bluff, starting from $80,000. Located in a quiet residential area with high elevation, these lots are ideal for a future home or investment property and are sure to go fast. Cayman Brack offers a laid-back lifestyle, amazing pristine diving, limestone caves, diverse flora, along with amazing wildlife. Inquire about the owner financing options so that you can secure your piece of paradise today. With only a few lots remaining, these are sure to go before you know it. Contact Crichton Properties today on 345-949-5250 or info at CrichtonProperties.com. All right, folks, so I'm just um, going to set this up for our radio listeners so that they can uh, understand what this is. So it is a little skit here with a young lady who goes to the doctor, and there's obvious signs of abuse. She has written in her chest, help, and then she shows him her wrist, which has bruises on it, domestic abuse situation. And it really is about what happens when we choose um, nothing. Mm -hmm. So there he's seeing it says, help. And um, again, you know, what's going to be about the situation? Showing her with. <clears throat> and begging so, him. So, what's up, Doc? Help. Is my wife okay? <coughs> Doctor, I think you should admit for examination.
No, no, she's perfectly healthy. You can go home. I thought so. Thank you, darling. Let's go, dear. Let's go. I used to think that other people's problems were none of my business. Let them deal with it themselves. I could never have imagined what my indifference would lead to. Belong to me and must listen to what I say. Get in the car now! Um, come on in. Oh, hi, officer. What can I help you with today? I'm actually fine. Then why did you come here? I have a few questions for you. All right, uh, take a seat. <clears throat> Tell me, please, do you know this girl? Um, no, no, I don't. Uh, why? Lucy hasn't been in touch. And by the way, it's the same victim that he just saw in his office, right? And of course, now he's really crossed the line, lying because he doesn't want to get, get involved that he hasn't even seen her. For weeks, her parents are worried about her. She has an abusive boyfriend. Oh, really? That's terrible. <clears throat> I found out that Lucy had an appointment with you. Maybe you can remember. Please, take a look again. Oh. No, doesn't ring the bell. <clears throat> I have a lot of patients coming in. Oh, I'm sorry, you're taking up the next patient's time, so please uh, clear the office. I have people to help. <clears throat> okay, thanks. Urgent, head to 7J Street. On my way. Wait, uh, that's my address. What happened there? What happened there? car hit a boy. Indifference to other people's problems turned into problems for me. Kevin! Son! This wouldn't happen if not you. Heard you? Me. I was... What are you doing here? Hey, what a meeting, Doc. Can you imagine Lucy in the red light? Because she was distracted. Right, Lucy? Yes. Yes. It's my fault. Oh my god. <laughs> Kevin. Son! Yes. Because of my indifference, my only son suffered. But that's not the end of the story. Wait, 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 wait. Son, honey, how are you? Are you okay? Huh? I just scratched my legs. The doctor said that you'll be okay. Everything's fine. And your legs will be healed, and you will run even faster than before, yeah? It's just good. If I had run faster, that guy wouldn't have hit me. Guy? Wait. Guy was behind the wheel. 
Mm-hmm. This guy. Grandview? Yeah, yeah, all right. Dad will be there soon. He just has to do one thing, okay? Stop! Stop! This girl is innocent. She wasn't driving. The jerk was. What are you talking about, Doc? She confessed it. Because you forced her to. Damn abuser, I know everything. Calm down, calm down, calm down. <laughs> That's nonsense, why do you listen to him, huh? Can you prove it? Sir, do you have any proof? Yes, it's all there on the security camera on my home. It was only after I almost lost my son that I realized that you can never turn away when someone asks you for help. Good job, man. Incredibly, a similar story happened in real life. A couple came to the wet clinic with their dog. The girl seemed worried. And at one point, she slipped the wedding note. It read, call the police. My boyfriend is threatening me. He has a gun. The veterinary clinic staff showed concern and immediately called the police. The abuser was detained. And the girl was free. Never ignore the problems of fathers. It could save someone's life. Folks. You know, just a, a reminder um, that ignoring people's problems, and there's a lot Herman picks up on the fact that he's a medical practitioner, obligates him to do more even than the regular person. But it is oftentimes very, very easy for us to turn a blind eye and ignore uh, people's problems because we think, well, that doesn't have anything to do with me. But in some instances, as this skit demonstrates, Sometimes it has a lot to do with you and it doesn't take long uh, to come full circle and impact you. But if for no other reason, then, you know, you should think about that could be you in that situation. That could be a loved one um, in that situation that needs help in that moment. You know, don't ignore someone who is in need of help. If somebody requires your assistance, if you can help, and sometimes your help is limited to just calling the authorities. So when he talks about, for example, you know, the the story of this couple who went to the vet and she handed them a note, obviously if her boyfriend has a gun, the employees are not going to be able to, you know, go to bat and go for a gun battle or whatever. The best thing that they could do is simply call the authorities, call the police. Um, you know, two days ago on, on Monday's show, I think it was, we had a concerned woman who is a mother and wife and person in this community saw a child who was being harassed by someone in the community. And, you know, she fended, um, defended that child and went to bat for that child. And so there are a lot of times when it's easier or it's easy to walk away. It's not always easy to get involved, but getting involved is oftentimes the right thing to do, even if you limit your involvement to just calling the police and calling the authorities.
So Ms. Uh, Venice says that men cover for men. Well, you'd be surprised how many people, again, oh my God, I don't, this is more paperwork that I'm going to have to fill out. Like people come up with the most ridiculous reasons as to why they don't want to do the right thing. So Herman says, as a medical practitioner, we have a legal obligation to our vulnerable patients. It's called safeguarding. Absolutely. And it includes children, particularly children. Um, and it's not just a legal profession with children. It's teachers. It's, uh, you know, you work at the church um, hall and you do aftercare or, you know, youth groups or whatever. All of you now have a legal obligation under the children's law to make sure if you see something, you're not an investigator, you're not a detective, but you report it to the relevant authorities and then it is their job to dig a little bit more. Aunts and uncles and grandparents, a lot of you will see things happening with people in your own families. Please, I'm begging you, don't turn a blind eye to these situations, right? Reach out for help. Uh, on behalf of the victims who oftentimes cannot help themselves. Magnum Opus, good morning. <clears throat> says immigration laws in this country won't change. It's the way that it is to facilitate businesses getting what they want. Remember the Cayman model is all about grabbing as much, uh, as much fast as you can. Facts. Well, we have to advocate. Listen, there's balance, right? I'm a business owner. I can understand the need, although... I don't actually hold any permits outside of one for my household, but I could understand why as a business owner, you might require and need permits for your business, but you know, you have to justify it. You have to make a genuine effort to try to find Caymanians to fill the post. I am really, really also very aware of how difficult it often is for Caymanian businesses. They complain about staffing issues all the time. Uh, especially for, you know, jobs of a particular scale that would be probably $10 an hour and below. Like those people are not really all that motivated. They're not professionals. They're, you know, they just kind of show up whenever they feel like it a lot of times. And I don't want to say that that's everyone. Let me be very, very clear. But even if it's 20%, 20% of your employees take up 80% of your time, it's still very, very cumbersome for people, right? So, I think that the immigration system does need some critical reform. As somebody else said that maybe the solution is to allow, um, to fix the permit issues, to change the law for the employer and potential employee to go half and half on the fees. Look around and you will see what countries allow either employee and employee, to allow either employer and employee share. I don't know that, again, this is going to solve the problems that we're having. Because what you have are individuals who want don't want to pay for a permit, not at all. But more importantly, they don't tend to have legitimate work for people. They're just taking out permits, taking out permits for people to be able to take their money. And in most instances, they're not even submitting it to immigration. So they don't even have a bona fide agency or company uh, for which to submit these things. So someone else said that this guy, Nick, is well known to people. They're like, I know this guy long time. He is a crook. They said Nick is the best con man. He will steal the milk out of the coffee. I knew him for years. He's from, uh, what is it? Maine, St. Elizabeth for true. So someone like this, 
who is so well aware, or the, the community seems to know a lot about Nick, how on earth is he still getting aware of that? I don't know. It's just unbelievable. Like I said, their reputation precedes them. People know, right? So he needs to be charged with, I don't care if it's theft for the police or who, who wants to charge him with what offense, but what he's doing is a criminal offense. Felipe says, I'm a protector for everyone all the time. Thank you, Felipe. Uh, Pat says, we also have the moral obligation to sound the alarm and report it. Absolutely. What a hot mess. All right, so we'll keep an ear out from Shorty. He should be updating us here shortly that um, hopefully he can get his money back, his $650. Strong Wilt says, you see how quickly he called back? He got scared. It's amazing what a little fear will do to people. Trust and believe me, fear of exposure. Because that's all that is. So um, the man is outside. Somebody else is saying that the man is outside. This is an eyewitness now. The man is outside of Nick's house. And he's not coming outside. Miss Sandra, the man outside of Nick's house and he didn't come out. <laughs> We're going to call him back. Nick, Nick playing with a little bit of fire this morning, if you ask me. Let's give him the benefit of that. Maybe he's in the toilet because he seems like he's full of it. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Uh-huh. Yeah, immediately behind it. I'm sorry, but the person you have called is unavailable. Please leave a message after the tone. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. Um, give, give, me, give me one second. So, unfortunately, Nick isn't answering the phone. One second, folks. March 4th, Viva la Revolution! Um, sire, what are you doing? Well, I'm leading the revolution, underling! It looks like you're talking to the garden. It's a plant-based revolution! God, you ruin everything! The plant-based revolution marches on at Burger King. Joining the Rebel Whopper are the all-new plant-based nuggets and chicken royale. Created by the vegetarian butcher in Europe, the new chicken royale and nuggets replicate the Moorish taste of the original BK classics, but made completely from plants. Come try the plant-based revolution at Burger King. Full menu at BurgerKing.ky. All right, so um, Nick isn't answering the phone, and he's not going outside. Really, Nick? Oh, I tell you, these people are not using. Yes, ma'am. Yes, good morning. Okay, I'm just live on the show right now. So if you can what's that's okay. If you can WhatsApp me, I'll send you um, the information for the administrator. I'm sorry, who but the person it. you have called is unavailable. Okay, no problem. Please I leave dare. a message okay, after good. the tone. All right, some nanny's driver's license has been found. That's good news. Let's call Nick from another number. Oh, I have Nick saved in my personal phone. What the hell? 
Why do I have Nick in my phone? Oh, this just got interesting. Look. You'll see that? Nicholas Miller. Oh. Why is Nick in my phone? I need to go check my messages. Obviously, we've communicated before. This is interesting. Ah, let me check my WhatsApp now to see what he's been up to. Wow, I got to check my phone, my personal phone more often. Nicholas Miller. Why would I have him in my phone? Okay, hold on. Nicholas. We got Miller, Millers, Millers, Nicholas. Um, I got Greg, Maliki, all these other Millers. Hold on. Nicholas. Uh, uh-huh. <clears throat> this is interesting. I actually have him saved in my phone, but I don't see any chat conversations with him. So, hmm. I'm not sure why I have him in my phone. Oh. Okay. Honey child. Let me put on my glasses. It seems that Nick has been up to this before. And this is not the first time that I have contacted Nick. I message him. I text him. I don't see what's up. But I text Nick back on, oh, Lord, my poor eyesight. It's Saturday, April the 15th at 2.52 p.m. Any updates on money owed? Oh, geez, I'm peace. Ay, 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 Jamila said, but short, it did tell you. Lord Jehovah, Nick is a serial scammer. Oh, my God. Yo, Nick. Um, wow. Honey child, this just gone next level. Oh, my God. I wonder who I was trying to help back in April get their money from um, from Nick. Wow. You see what I tell you? I can't tell you all this morning. These are not normally isolated things. A dishonest person, whether it's rental, immigration, whatever, they have a slew of victims. Oh, my God. <laughs> my God. Lord Jesus, here you know. Nick, 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 Nick. I think what it is, he must use a different number for WhatsApp. So hold on, let me try and find that now. Oh my God. Oh, Nick, you want to get a special spot on CMR's website? I hate to tell you. Oh my goodness. Let me see here now. I got another number. This is a different number. Hold on. Oh, wow. Nick, you're not using Wow. The number you dialed is temporarily... So up. that one is out of service. Uh, uh, 
Oh boy, somebody in trouble now. Lord have mercy. I tell you, no, sir. Now, who is this um, Talbert Miller trading as Miller's painting and general maintenance? That's supposed to be Nick as well. Let me listen to his voice. All right. These are some of the gentlemen that in collect. A whole bad message we get with them sent to me. Uh-huh. He got one pile of money. He, he owe people, man. Wait, you know, the correspondent just receiving money, man, the president didn't just tap. You understand? So I'm just sending some of them. But a whole lot me have. I got one point, me reported him. I tell the police, say, him don't know me. You understand? All right, just sending the other address when used with my other permit. A girlfriend permit right and i'm um, telling him say i'm in express they say 650 dollars until today day. and what won't get back that money all right this is next address when used all right <clears throat> this is when i reported at the station and the police calling me night and he tell the police him don't know me and he's not really too far from me understand so the picture is me take within car me and yard more than one time Lock up in my house and all the money forgive me. I said, all I do is lies no telling me. And um, everything starts from June 9. From June 9? Yes. From this we started. Come here, we just stand on my phone. From when we start, um, start talking on from June 9. I also have some texts from the lady to know him and him are working on. Yeah, man, I have some texts from him. Yeah, these are mine now. I'm saying, like, I hold it, I have you now. I'm having my talk and this or whatever. And if you notice your voice, not them, everything, most of them appear Monday, Monday. And the same thing you do with the gentleman. The lady with him and he worked there, Samantha. You understand? Yes, yeah, Samantha, she named. You understand? Yeah. Two of them are work. Oh, my Miss phone, did I charge it, lock off. Hi, Olsen, is that you? Good morning, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, I'm ready to go. No, no, go over to unit B for me. This gentleman, no? Yes. Because it's from the 13th of June. I didn't take my money for do the permit until now it was an express. Right, so. I'm just reminded, as I said, yeah. All right, so use two names. Talbert Miller, Nikai Miller, Nicholas Miller, right? And with the lady, with him, and, him and both of them are work. You understand? See, I sent you a picture. That lady on a computer, which he sent to the gentleman in Jamaica. The number that gentleman is used in, it's a different number, but he's in Jamaica, in Thompson Town. Right? And these are, Receipt for his permit. This guy's a real crook. All right, so. And everyone I advise now, PM Monday, they're going to place. PM Monday, PM Monday. All right? Large district in Thompson Town, large. I sent you the address and everything anyway. Yeah. I did see him permit was janitorial, man. So tell me who you want me to do for, and tell me after who, and then we will talk to you. You know, 600, I do everything, you know, 600, I do everything. So if you, if you, um, 
if you get in touch with him, just get the papers and get in touch with me, yeah? Even though I sent you a lot of things, this is my part and tell me, basically. And I started as from June the 30th, 13th of June until now. Wow. Y'all see it? My God. So this guy is, is I'm trying to remember um, who would have contacted me about him last year. But I definitely have a text message here. Any updates on money owed? So somebody else reached out about him. So um, someone is saying that he's refusing to open the door. He's not coming outside. And that um, maybe we need to try to see if we can assist by asking the police to go by there. I need the actual address, though. I can't just call the police and tell them to go by Nick's house. Um, and this is another reason why. Hello, good morning. Is this is this um, CMR? Yes, ma'am. You know, Sandra, that man, Nicholas Miller, mm-hmm. he's a crook. He was renting from me up in North Redbourne Town, mm-hmm. and he left with two months' rent. I had to lock the apartment, lock him out, because he refused to pay his rent. Mm-hmm. And everything he says to me, oh, Monday, I'll come and collect the money on Monday. Mm-hmm. I actually one day locked him out and changed the lock and put a padlock. And he begged me to put, and he had to come get his blood pressure medication because he's sick. And I did that. And the standard when he left, the place was a mess. He left with keys. He like they had to pay. And that woman that working with him, Samantha, she's a school teacher. She, he claimed that is his, his um business partner. She needs to go to jail. He is a commissioner. That man tell me he's never gonna get his money. He mm-hmm. left with two months rent from me at North Red. Mm-hmm. And that's a mindset. Government need to know about her because she's working along with him. But who 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 is um who's Samantha now? Samantha is his girlfriend that that works. I think she bought down primary school. She's up there. Some I gotta get her a last name for you because when she took the apartment from me, she took it for she rented for him. Mm. And she told me that she she's gonna pay the deposit. Mm. And then I was um when she paid the deposit, not to tell him that she paid it. Um because when I get the deposit back now to give it to her, and I said to her, How am I gonna do this? How is it gonna know that the deposit is paid? So she said to tell him that I'm gonna get it from him Friday. I said, Well, I don't do that. So I said, Well, if I get the money from you Friday, how am I gonna give him the receipt? Mom, she government to know about her because she's been working along with him. She's a broke. Mm. Along with him. This man never never get his money. Mm-hmm. He, he always use Monday. <laughs> Everything Monday. happened on a Monday and Monday don't never come. Yeah, and he's he's a liar. He's a gentleman he's never gonna get his money. He left oh with two months money and see you which I had to pay. Wow. Yeah. This Samantha, I'm gonna tell you her last name. She needs to she they need to looking for her because she's working along with him mm. that's his girlfriend. Yeah, that's his girlfriend. oh her. my god wow and she's a school teacher she teaches at i think it's Town primary school she's teaching i'm gonna get her last thing for your call later. all right good thank you okay, bye. Okay, bye. well <clears throat> nick needs to go to jail i'm telling you straight up now nick is in a pile of trouble Somebody else just messaged saying he took $1,600 from them. All right, Nick, you had your chance, you know. I, I Like I said, I'm not into no long talking business. You're, you're behind going jail. 
We're going to reach out to the commissioner here this morning. No, sir. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Nope, 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 and nope. When you're this prolific, you don't need to be in Cayman, I can tell you that. Under no circumstances. Hold on now, we got another victim that lost $1,600 from Nick. And yeah, we need to know who his partner is because you see, these people can't come to Cayman and do this stuff normally. Without the help of certain people, normally Caymanians. I went to the police and I say it's a civil matter. You see what I'm telling you? Hello. Morning. Um, I was just trying to get caught up with the messages here. So you're Nick's victim as well. It was actually my fiance. He um had some permit issues, and he went in and he got in contact with Nick, mm-hmm. and he charged them six hundred, sixteen hundred dollars to deal with his permit. He gave it to him. He took his passport. He had his passport for over six months. Mm-mm. When he went back to try and get the passport from him, he kept telling him that everything okay, everything fine. And his sister went as far, my fiance's sister went as far as to buy a ticket for him to go down to Jamaica. And Nicholas told him to don't leave, stay here. Everything will be fine because he have links in immigration. Now he was charged with overstayed oh and he God. had to leave the island. Oh I went to police. They told me it's a civil matter. Um, I went to immigration. They didn't want to hear nothing about him. Wow. And I found out he was, he's being represented by, um, I think he, his lawyer is Brady. Wow. So um, immigration seems to be well aware of this man then. Yes, they are. Oh my God! He seems to be. Looks like he's untouchable. Hmm. Wow. Well, that could change. That could change here today. Are you um, willing to? If the police contact you, are you willing to file a police report to get this matter dealt with? I tried because I told them I have all of these. No, we we got we got we got escalate this yeah today now. All right, you stand. Okay. You stand I have by. all of my details. All right, good. Stand by. Okay. All right, then. Anybody else who's a victim of Nick, this is your opportunity to come forward now because this man needs to, he needs to have some criminal charges coming his way. All right, we got an update. Hold on one second now. Let me see now. Who was that calling us? I think that was the gentleman, um, Shorty. So one second. Let me try and find Shorty's number back again. Um, Where is Shorty? Shorty, Shorty, Shorty. Oh, God, I got so many. Messages on my phone, shorty, shorty, shorty. Uh, shorty. I don't have him saved. You see, so I'm trying to find his WhatsApp number. Oh, Lord. So many messages are ready for the day. All right, hold on. WhatsApp. 
All right, hold on one second. I just see the number pop up. Um, yes, here we go. Okay, give me one second. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, I was trying to get you back on the computer. So um, tell us what happened, Shorty. All right, the command again also just now. Uh-huh. And him see me. Uh-huh. Him see me not coming out of house with my phone on. So I said, nah, come in your house, I call the police, I police me a wait for uh -huh. Then drive go down the road. Then look at me see pass gone up back north side. Then if he gone a rum point or whatever, that's the way he drive gone. So, so I still wait on the police. So he didn't give you the money? No, he not give me the money, he just drive away, gone. No money. Wow. Uh, See, the, the, the license plate number the car, um, car when we send the picture, you have to zoom, you have to see license plate. Oh, my God. My God. You know, I use it. So you say my liar? Yes, yes, definitely. If you never have a vice note, them know it's a, con, it's a convincing liar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a very con con convincing liar. Nick, wicked. And if you understand, me say me in the care one, you one lady asking about the money, and Nick say, "I'm wife, son, take the money." That's why my wife couldn't agree. That's what he says. And then he might tell me about this thing, my way having permit. And they might say, "No money, man." Them get you understand, say, "Oh, that's all you do. You collect people the money and do that." You understand? And then yesterday again at the workplace, me someone I talk about him. The same thing, they have to threaten him, say, I'm make man come for him, and I saw them get back their money, $700, CI. Right? And and me and St. Elizabeth, as I can come from, mm -hmm. and they say, if you can't go back there, if you go back there, you have to hide. Mm -hmm. You understand? He's a wicked man, because I see it. He said, I come for the money, now I come. You see me? Right? I want me to come in your house with my phone and I say, I'm not coming in your house, brother. I call the police. I police me. I wait for him. He said, I make them come. Mm -hmm. Then he's going in the car and he drive off, go down the road. Right? Then he pass gone up the road. Like, he don't have a point that way, and gone. And he'll stop and say, no, I'm going to come for my money. Wow. You understand? Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> All right, let me try. Yeah. <laughs> let me try and call him again. Um... I two number. You call the two number? Yes, I have the the eleven eighty nine. That's him as well. Yeah, well, it, 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 I just think you gentleman from Tamsetown, large Tamsetown, not Jamaica. Mm -hmm. mm -mm. Yeah. Oh Long time ago, this thing, man. Whole the people look like them a ball now. I mean, no, I mean, see it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, right, you're trying to get up. All right, so that one is out of service. Mm -hmm. And then the next one he not answering? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. I drive on Brown Swift, man. So my sources have revealed that he's in court already for doing this to multiple people. And he's supposed to be have sentencing next month. For two other cases, 
Mm-hmm. And and I'm asking, why is he here? Why is he in Cayman? Well, apparently, some stupid Caymanian woman has married I'm him. Sorry, but the and is allowing him to do this. Unavailable. And you know what? I went through my my other phone. I was calling him from my my personal number, and mm-hmm. I see that in in April of last year, I messaged Nick asking him for an update on money. So I've already contacted this man before about somebody else. Okay. And then another lady just came forward <clears throat> talking about mm-hmm. um talking about he took sixteen hundred dollars from her and her boyfriend. Okay. Oh my god. And and then you see receipt that we missing to you and collect and advice noting if you send the money too. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So um mm-hmm. let's see if we can get a hold of the police commissioner this morning because this this now needs to be escalated. This is ridiculous. This All is right. Absolutely ridiculous. Hold on one second, sir. Yeah, yeah. This is this is beyond. <laughs> Good morning. Yes, morning. Can I have the office of um the police commissioner, Mr. Kurt Walton, please? Okay, hold for transfer. Thank you. See my driver go down the road again. The panning phone. You see him driving? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brown car. We see me send the license plate. No, I have to zoom it up on. Um, on that fit. Um, morning. I'm trying to get through to the police commissioner at Sandra Hill. Oh hi. Um, morning. He's absolutely not here. I can put you to his personal assistant. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. No problem. He used to have an office in Plaza Venetia in town. He has about four business licenses. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, boy, real scammer. Wow. No, man, this is the kind of people we definitely don't need in Cayman, for real. Not at all. He has got to go. My God, what a wicked man. Drive up and don't pass me and I give me money. And yes, you need to come for me money. This long holding business, I can just send him an email. Okay. You see, the problem now is this has crossed the line with so many victims. This has crossed the line into fraud. This is the same sort of thing that the woman was doing there. Um, what's her name with the rental situation? <clears throat> the rental fraud. When you start to find a slew of victims, the police have more than a solid case for fraud. It isn't a one-off situation where you can try and argue. That it is, um, oh, this is just one off. So, you know, therefore it's just a person, it's a civil case. This is habitual victim after victim. This is fraud. And the authorities are telling me that in some instances, unfortunately, 
people are not coming forward, and that is why it is difficult for them to build a case. So are you willing, are you willing to give the authorities a statement about Mr. Miller today? Yeah. Right. Judith Douglas. Yeah, she's another crook. Um, all right. Let me just see here now. Judith Douglas. Um I got I gotta look up his full name because I want to see how many business licenses this man has. Because now mm -hmm. I'm, I'm starting to realize this is a much bigger situation. Nick, I'm pretty sure you're listening to the talk show this morning. You've gotten yourself in a world of trouble. You claim say you're going to sort this man out, and now look at you. You're running. Running for what? Mm -hmm. My driver up down past me. Mr. Lopotan, you it. My God. All right, let me see here mm -hmm. now. Nicholas Miller. Yeah. Um... Talbert Miller. Okay, let's look and see how many licenses he has. Nicholas um, Talbert. Let me check Talbert first. So there's um, Dave Talbert. That's not him. Okay. So he has multiple. Um, well, I don't know. I need to verify. What what is his address? You know what his address is? I just see one saying he's in the gentleman. But, but some, um, somebody's saying that he doesn't have any business license. Uh, <laughs> but he's telling people that this one, Talbert Miller, training as Miller's right. painting, he's telling people that that's him. Right. But right. I, I, I think that that might not be the truth from what I'm hearing. Okay. Oh my God! So he's mixing up somebody else's name into this. Wow. Nicholas Miller. Oh my God! This man is something else. Oh. Yeah. I tell him, don't let my fingers start searching for me now. Yeah. Oh my God. Nicholas Ricardo yeah. Miller. Yeah. Uh. Mm -mm. Living at living at the apartment. Eh? Wow. I try calling him one more time. <laughs> Jack, run on the road. Oh my god. Mm -mm. Nick is a crook. What a man tell you must come for. If he can do this for money, yeah. You see, <clears throat> he's refusing to answer the phone now. Yeah, no, anti phone. Mm -hmm. Come on, get that big chubby man. Man, it's a little better. I'm sorry, but the person you have called is not available. Please leave a message after the. Wow. All right. Um, let us know if the police show up. All right. All right. Good. Good. We'll be in touch. All right. Yeah. Wow.
No, sir. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Everybody pointing fingers. One saying the court system is whatless. Um, this has been in court for over two years. And, of course, these lawyers know how to drag it out. Um, okay. We can request the, the court file so I can see what else this man been up to. All right. Well, uh, Nicholas Miller, looks like you've been giving ample opportunity to sort yourself out. And I hate to tell you, but now you're on CMR's radar, and that's probably not the best place to be. We can do some digging. We can definitely need some do some digging now. If you are a victim of Nicholas, you need to reach out to me because we are going to send all of your contact information to the RCAPS, to WORC, and they need to build a criminal case and get this man convicted, give him a little bit of jail time, and then expedite his exit from the Cayman Islands, never to return again. Who the Caymanian wife is, y'all need to tell me. Because this is a slackness that as Caymanians, we continue to involve ourselves in. You can't know your husband got all these complaints all over the streets. The second you mention his name, everybody's like, he's a crook. You must know this. And you continue to allow him to stay here through a marriage of convenience or whatever kind of marriage this is. No, 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 no. Not today, TD. You better start your divorce process and get rid of this no good man. Magdalene says they're going to marry some Cayman. And he already did that. Who claims that they love them and they apply for status and then use human rights to stay. Immigration reform needs to happen now. He's already done that. He's already married some fool, fool Caymanian. And if she works in the school system, work for government, you better believe you can find out exactly who's, who's where her name is, Samantha. We're going to find out who the hell she is too. No, man. These people are not easy. My God. Help yourself. Hold on. Somebody sent me this. Hold on. I want to, um, to share this video with you all because the UK is trying to tighten up their own immigration system while we're sitting here like a bunch of fools, allowing every single riffraff to enter the Cayman Islands with no constraints in place whatsoever. No, 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 no. This can't work. This can't work. It is, it is high time that we started to do something here about this. Um, <clears throat> I want to share this video with you guys. Give me one second here. Let me see if I can download this video. <clears throat> um, yes. Okay. Hold on. Let me see if I can get this video. Uh, yeah. I mean, listen, if you come here and you do the right thing, right? We're not going to have problems with you. You can stay as long as you continue to do the right thing, but you can't come here, can on with your shenanigans 
and think that we, the, the people of the Cayman Islands, must put out with you and your foolishness? <laughs> I know well. Y'all not easy. Mm -mm. I don't think we should have to tolerate that. Um, I'm just trying to download this TikTok video. Give me a second here. I might have to just play it. Uh, a separate TikTok. Uh, um, Instagram. Okay, let me see here now. Uh -huh. <clears throat> All right, let me see if I can grab this. <clears throat> oh gosh, sorry. Wow. Mm -mm. The stuff you see and the stuff you hear, my God. No, sir. Jeez, I'm peace. Mm. Unbelievable. Wow. Good evening. There's to be a tightening of restrictions on legal migration into the UK, which will affect people on work and student visas and their dependents. The government says it'll mean a reduction in numbers of more than 300,000. At the moment, foreign workers must earn a minimum of £26,200 to get a skilled worker visa. That will now jump to over £38,000. People working in health and social care who make up the bulk of visas will be exempt from the minimum salary rise. But those same workers will be banned from bringing dependents into the UK. The head of the union, Unison, called the plans cruel and said they spell disaster for the NHS and the care sector. The Home Secretary said immigration policy must be fair and sustainable. With a look now at the detail and at the political pressures on the government, here's our political editor, Chris Mason. St. Cecilia's Nursing Home in Scarborough this afternoon. 225 people work here, 35 from abroad. The wider social care sector has a vast number of vacancies. Overseas staff are seen as crucial. But net legal migration has ballooned when the government promised it would fall. Home Secretary. The government wants to show it gets that for many, this is unacceptable. People are understandably worried about housing, about GP appointments, about school places. And so the Home Secretary said the government will stop overseas care workers from bringing family dependents and we will require care firms in England to be regulated by the Care Quality Commission in order for them to sponsor visas. He claimed he didn't think this would cut the number of care workers coming here. Second. We will stop immigration undercutting the salary of British workers. We will increase the skilled worker earnings threshold by a third to 38,700 from next spring, in line with the median full-term wage for those kinds of jobs. That means some will need to earn more to get a visa. Those working in health and social care will be exempt. Allowing overseas workers to earn 20% less in sectors with big staffing shortages is to end, and allowing graduates to stay on after their course will be reviewed. And... We will ensure people only bring dependents who they can support financially. 
by raising the minimum income for family visas to the same threshold as the minimum salary threshold for skills workers, which is 38,700. That is an increase of £20,000. 300,000 fewer people will be eligible to come to the UK than were coming last year. This is the largest reduction on record. All right, folks, time to shape up. Shape up or ship out as far as I'm concerned. Um, wow. So, Nick, we got the girlfriend's name, who is also claiming to be his business partner. Huh. Boy, I tell you, what a bunch of scam. So, I'm confused, though, because I don't think that this is the wife. So, who, so he got a wife here that's allowing him to have a business partner in Cayman and do what? Y'all, y'all, y'all see the mix-up foolishness that we talk about? You, you see what's going on in this country? You can't come here and have a wife and a girlfriend that you're using, I guess, both of them, I don't even know, to carry out your dirt. Because if the wife knows that you're in a relationship with somebody else and she's not reported that, to the relevant authorities to say, you know what, we're no longer together. That is, she has a legal obligation to report that. And if she doesn't, that goes against the WORC law, the immigration law. So who the heck is this girl? Wait, you know, see her LinkedIn profile here. Hold on. We still don't catch her. Morning caller. So he divorced the wife already. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So how he's how is he still here? Because he has status that they didn't take from him. Okay. All right, Miss Someone pull up the girlfriend. All right, good, thanks. Uh-huh. You never heard such a mix-up story now. Here, you know, hold on. Let me log into my little thing here to get her photo. Um, I got to do my two-factor. One second. Mm-hmm. Yes, honey child, we on them today. So she is a teacher. Okay, so this is the woman who's going around as his business partner. She's saying that. She's telling people that. And girlfriend, well, she's telling people business partner. And then later on, they're finding out um, girlfriend. So she doesn't have that. She's working in Cayman. She has Buff Bay High School. Where's this Buff Bay High School? I'm assuming that's somewhere in Jamaica. So we've recruited her now to come here. um, And she claims that that's where she's still working. But we know that that's actually not the case. So hold on. We're going to find out where she works in Cayman. Y'all just hold on a second here now, honey chill. One second. So she hasn't updated her social media. Uh-huh. But we got her. Y'all not gonna worry about this. Hold on now. We soon find out exactly where she live. Her where she works. Her name is Afrin Hill Walker. Afrin Hill Walker. What school in Cayman is she uh at? Modern Town Primary? Where is she? 
You see, they, they think now they cannot update their information on social media and other places, but this is K-Man. We're going to find you, honey chill. Any school teachers listen to the program who know who Afrin Hill Walker is and uh, can assist with locating her? <clears throat> because her last school that she has listed... I tell y'all when Buff Bay High School, which is in Portland, Jamaica. I tell y'all, once I'm on the case and I start searching, y'all in trouble. She was a line cook. So she works in the kitchen or what? No, sir. Somebody about she found it to my hill. Oh, hell no. No. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no. Ciao. Oh my gosh. Making me cough at that one. No, sir. Mm -mm. Oh, I need a throat lozenge. All right, hold on. <coughs> You're making me cough at even the suggestion that she family to them, child. All right, one second, folks. Let me grab something for my cough. Hold on. Whew. Oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. You don't know who I am But I know all about you I've come to talk to you About the things I've seen you do I've come to set the record straight I've come to shine the light on you Let me introduce myself I am the cold heart There is a woman we both know I think you know the one I mean She gave her heart and soul to you Oh, Lord have mercy. Sorry. <laughs> I had to get a little lozenge from my throat. <clears> throat> um, no, 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 no. I'm confident that she's not related to the hills from, not those hills from Jamaica. I don't know what hills she related to, honey child, but no, 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 no. Mm -mm -mm. Dana from Portland. Thank you so much, Miss Olive. Pandora's box is fully open today, says Morna. Wow. Nilsa? We got to do better, honey child. What is that noise? Um... Yes, Magdalene said this is an offense and she should be charged in prison or both. What is that noise? The fine needs to be increased. Mm -hmm. All right, folks. What is that buzzing sound? Um, Devon says yes for for true. I heard him talk about her. Um, she is him girlfriend. I know um, Buff Bay in Jamaica. 
What a mess. Huh. <laughs> Strong will says your family. No, honey child. She not no family. Um, I don't know what um I don't know what that buzzing sound was just now. Something was buzzing. Oh, Lord have mercy. Thanks, Magdalene. I got a little Rocola that hopefully can help me out. Uh, why are people paying for work permits? It's the employer's responsibility. Thought. Well, by law, it's supposed to be, Paul. But people, again, are completely ignoring the law. Um, Avon Chambers, you know Miss Afrin? Tell Afrin we're looking for her too. Yes. I'm Sister Afrin Walker. Oh, which church she, sister? Hold on, you know. Go to YouTube. Oi, which church is this? Voice of, Voice of Our Times? February 2023, Reverend Esther Scott Trot Water. Who the heck this is? Oh. Hmm. She in some lesson 121. Um, oh, she was on some live show on YouTube. Here you know. Yes, ma'am. Adventist Church near Savannah. Ay, ay, ay. Uh-huh. Okay. Thank you, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We don't know what church to go to now. Uh, well, <laughs> well, 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 I should have guessed that she had to be Adventist. I mean, listen, I'm not saying anything about my Adventist brothers and sisters now because y'all know my grandfather was a very, very strict Sunday Adventist. He was one of the elders in the church, honey child. However, do y'all remember me telling you that this current administration that we have in education, the only people that they want to hire is Adventist teachers from Jamaica? Oh, here you now. I told y'all this already. So if she's a school teacher, I would not be surprised that she's an Adventist teacher from Jamaica because <laughs> y'all need to go talk to Miss Monteith over yes so and ask her why is it that she keeps hiring predominantly Adventist teachers from Jamaica? So much so now that that's a large portion of our school teachers or happen to be at Seventh-day Adventist and happen to be from Jamaica. You know, the other teachers are even complaining to me about it. Just the other day, one stopped me and said, Sandy, you know, I'm a teacher and I'm qualified and this and that and a position came open, blah, blah, blah. They didn't make it available to any Caymanians. It's like, if you're not a Seventh-day Adventist and coming in from Jamaica, forget it. I said, oh. I said, well, I'm aware of this issue already as it relates to, uh, to education. And that's a whole other hot mess. <laughs> Y'all sitting there. We're letting people, and I don't care how long you've been here, honey child. I don't care if you've been here a thousand years. If you real came out and you wouldn't be engaging in this kind of behavior, you would be doing your best to help seek out other Caymanians for the positions who are qualified and who actually want to be in education. Because as you well know, there's not that many that even want to be in education. 
So if you find one too, my God, give them a chance. No. You see? Instead, we are supporting this kind of slackness. Hiring predominantly one culture is never a good idea, if you ask me. We need we need cultural diversity in our school system. And, you know, hiring one, one particular religious sect isn't a good idea either. Hmm. What a hot mess. So Afrin. Uh-huh. Um, Hill. Walker. Yes. So I don't, I don't pinpoint exactly what school she's at, but we know what church she goes to already. Um, and. Uh-huh. Hmm. All kind of stuff I find in her. Well, this is she's the second child of legend Joseph Hill. Who's that? Is that the same one or this is a different one? Anyway. Teacher of English. She was a teacher of English at Buff Bay High School. Uh, so she went from cooking to teach English. Huh. Interesting. She has more than one LinkedIn profile. I have to wonder why. Let's check out the other one. One, she's a line cook at Pittsburgh Airport Marriott. And then the next one. She is a teacher. Say what? Of English? How this story go now? How this mix-up story really, really go? Jamaica's Teachers Association. Uh-huh. Hold on. Work dinner service. What is this? Is this a different woman? Let me check the photos because she has a very distinctive. So this is weird. Y'all got to help me figure this one out. How does woman have two different LinkedIn profiles? Only God knows. See, woman, you know. All right. Come now. Come classy. Step to the front of the classroom because we need to get to the bottom of this mystery. Good morning, caller. Oh, sorry, you're on the air. Sorry, I'll call you back. Yeah, yes, honey, yeah. All right, look, yeah. you know. Don't call me back when you finish. Okay, there. Um, this is a direct number for you? Yes, yes. Okay, all right. Thanks, buddy. So look at how this mix-up story go. Yes, ma'am? All right, we're almost out of time. Radio folks, switch over to Facebook because I need to present this case. From my classroom full of detectives. Morning. Oh, yes. All right. All right. We're on the, we're on the case now. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Look here now. Look here now, Classy. Uh, classy, pay attention. Tell me something. This woman, you see, she has very distinctive features on her face. She has a, a mole above the um, left eyebrow, and she has one right above the right side of the lip, okay? Those are two distinctive features that it's not easy to hide. Yes? All right. Now pay attention to where I'm going with this. Because if you look at those distinctive features, and here's another one. Talking about open to work. You see there? 
the big mole above the left eyebrow, and then the smaller mole above the lip. Okay, honey child, here we go. Follow this, because look at this now. Let me show y'all something. All right, here you know. So this is her LinkedIn account, Afrin Hill Walker. It says that she's a line cook at the Pittsburgh Airport Marriott. All right. So it claims that she's been there from January 2015. Can y'all see this? Let me enlarge it a little bit. Until now, nine years, I'm the closer. I worked during dinner service and prepared salads, grilled dishes, sandwiches, soups, desserts, blah, blah, blah. It has her at Caliber High in Jamaica. She doesn't update anything because this claims that she's still there teaching French, English, math, communications, whatever. Immaculate High School in Jamaica. She got here that she was a paralegal at Livingston, Alexander, and Levy for four months. Claimed that she went to University College of the Caribbean. Shortwood Teachers College. All right. She got three endorsements. Only God knows who the hell those people are. Okay, so this is her LinkedIn profile. But here's the problem. If I go back, let's just go back here. Why is it that we have two different LinkedIn profiles? One says that she's a teacher of English at Buff Bay High School. And the other one claims that she's a line cook at the Pittsburgh Airport Marriott. Same person, Maya. Same person with the two moles. Tell me how this work. 24 followers on this account. So is she at Buff Bay or is she at, the, at this Marriott? Both accounts have little to no real significant information, I must say. But this is very unusual. So have two accounts and have two different jobs and professions listed. Something kind of not quite right here. I'm just saying. Now, when we continue to look for her, we see that she, um, apparently her, um, I guess this is her. She might be related to a guy who was, um, her father looks like he was a Rastaman. I don't know. I mean, Afrin is not a usual name, but I suppose somebody else might have it. But to have the combination of the hyphenated name would be a little bit unusual, I would think. Let me see if I can find her picture anywhere here. So Afrin Hill Walker, daughter, Andrea Hill, son, Afrique Kenyatta Hill. Huh. And grandchildren. Joseph Hill was laid to rest at Dev what, Dovecot Memorial Park. He's survived by his wife, Pauline Hill, mother, Ava Henry, daughter, Afreen Hill Walker. How many Afreen Hill Walkers do you think exist? I am just saying. Um, so this is interesting. Oh, yes. And here she is. Trenchtown, Seven Day Adventist, Wednesday morning prayer meeting. Sister Afreen Hill Walker. Let's see if this is the same one. 
Let's try and look her up. They have two meetings. So somebody says she's an assistant teacher. Oh, honey child, we coming, we coming. Come on through. Let me try and see if this is her involved in the Seventh-day Adventist church online. Uh, trying to scroll through the video quickly to see if we can locate her. Um, <clears throat> yeah, boy. So, uh huh. Trenchtown Seventh Day Adventist. Um, there's that lady trying to find. Um, is that her singing? Hold on. Nope. That's somebody else. Uh huh. Anyway, her name shows up on this as well. Um, so that's interesting. She does a couple online church services, look like. Uh-huh. Okay. <clears throat> All right. I'm making some headway now. Um, urgent notice, Afreen Hill Walker, Lot 23, Carnation Place, Stony Hill, P.O. Box, Kingston 8. What was this urgent notice for? Oh, the following members knowing the whereabouts, please contact Educom Cooperative Credit Union. Okay, she might have had some money credit union because they were looking for Afra. What her name is? Afri Afreen Hill Walker. Yes, they were looking for her in relation to some credit union matter. Huh. All right. That was an urgent notice that went out. Um, <clears throat> huh. Okay. Well, this is so interesting. All right. So according to you all, um, <clears throat> oh my God, Hill Walker is a teacher at Clifton Hunter. Oh, someone says, please hide my identity, but she works at Clifton Hunter High School. She's an assistant teacher. Ay, ay, ay. We got her now, honey child. Oh, God have mercy. Here you now. Wow, 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 wow. Uh, uh, uh. All right. So she is claiming telling people willingly that she is the business partner of this crook, Nicholas Miller. And she's the one who's going around finding him a place to rent where he's leaving people stuck with two or three months of rental money owed. Afreen, what are you doing? What are you doing with this man? I mean, I know there's a man shortage in Cayman, you know. Trust me, I know it can be rough. But Lord Jesus... We must not scrape from the bottom of the barrel. Surely we can do better than this man who's a straight up con artist scamming people out of money. Huh. All right. Well, you know, sometimes there's collateral damage, I must tell you the truth. And if you're going around talking about he's your business partner, we need to know what business the two of you are supposedly in together. 
because I'm willing to bet that you don't have a business license with him. And so that's either misrepresentation or a downright lie. Well, same difference. A misrepresentation is a lie. Let's see if she'll answer the phone this morning. Hello, good morning. Hi, good morning. Miss um, Hill Walker. This is she. Yes, hi. This is Sandra Hill from Cayman Mall Road. How are you? I am well, Miss Sandra. How are you? I'm okay. Um, first of all, I'm calling in relation to your business partner, Mr. Nicholas Miller. My business partner, ma'am. Go ahead. I know Nicholas, so go ahead. All right. Well, listen, we're on air and we had a big show about Nicholas this morning. You have introduced him to people as your business partner. And then other people are saying the two of your boyfriend and girlfriend. I don't know how the mix up go. But we have an eyewitness who has said you came and secured a rental place for him. And you said, yes, this is your business partner. Is he your business partner? He's my friend. So you never told anyone that he's your business partner? He's my friend. That doesn't answer the question, ma'am. Have you ever told anyone that he's not your business partner? Not that I can recall, ma'am. He's my friend. What do you mean not that you can recall? This isn't the kind of thing that you, you forget. Have you ever I don't own a, a business, Miss Sandra. Miss Sandra. Okay. I don't own a business. All so right. I don't have a partner. That's what I'm oh. saying. But so I am admitting you... to him being my friend. Okay. So have you ever rented a place and had Mr. Nicholas, like you went and, and secured the rental for him? Have you done that before? I introduced Nicholas to a lady who is renting at the summit. Um, where I'm I'm trying to determine what is happening here. Well, apparently you're, I'll put in quotations, friend. When you say friend, does that mean he's your boyfriend? I mean, we're, we're big friend, people here. Friend, ma'am. Friend. So he's not your boyfriend? No, ma'am. I teach English. I use words deliberately. Oh. But let's go well, ahead. Well, I mean, I have a degree in English too. So I'll try to. That's, that's all right. So you can understand that words are supposed yeah, well, to be used deliberately. Th this is why I wanted to ensure what you were actually saying to me, because people can use the, the word friend very loosely. Boyfriend and friend, you know, to some people, it's all the same thing. So you're saying he's a platonic friend. Yes, ma'am. But and, I'm still trying to determine what is happening. Well, what is happening is your friend is a crook and he's crooking people out of a lot of money. And so people are saying that you, who I understand is a school teacher at Clifton Hunter, an assistant teacher, is actually going around telling people, representing him as your business partner. And I find that Mom, peculiar again, because you said you don't have right, a business. Because I don't own a business. Exactly. So None at all. Why on earth would you ever introduce him as a business partner? You said you don't recall having like done that. I said, no, I do not. Well, and I need the person who said I did to tell me who and I did that because I don't have a business. Now. All right. Well, we got to get her on the phone right I now. I don't own, I don't, I've never done anything except what you said I did teach. Uh -huh. That's it. And he's not in education. Uh -huh. So 
I don't have a business. Yeah, I don't even wash a, an, an extra plate. <laughs> I'm yes. sorry. Yes. I, I'm finding it um, peculiar okay. because I'm I don't have one Ms., of um, I'm speaking to Miss Miss Hill Walker. Yes, I'm listening. Yeah. And she said that she's never told anyone that she has a business or she has a business when partner. She, when she rented the apartment from me, she said, he's my business partner. And actually, who's she has this? boyfriend and girlfriend. She's asking who, who you are. Who's, yeah, who's uh, this? She rented an apartment for me in Northwood, 14 Davis Road, and she paid the deposit for him. Because uh -huh. he's my friend. $2,000, which she went to the ATM and forced it again for me. I have the receipt. And, uh, and I told her I would. I did nothing wrong. He's my friend. No, but, but you, you said you wanted the person who said that... Um, that he that you have a business to come forward that, and, that and hold on um, one second uh -huh. this was over a year ago so i'm trying to to ascertain the relevance one year later well the relevance I, i'm sorry is, no I'll, I'll help you to kind of piece it together um the relevance is this man has been cooking people for a very long time he has been doing it well over for years now and he continues to do it so when i heard that he has a business partner I was curious right. to know who the business partner was. So this lady I remember was on that the lady. Phone. Hold I'm hold on. Yes. I remember that lady. I did everything above board. She got my cash out of my hand. I told her he was my friend. Yeah. She friend. said she only told you he was a friend. I remember her clearly. So and well, I never and I never yeah, and I never went back to her for the deposit. I never went back to her for the deposit. I left it as is. I don't know what became of her and him. And I really don't. I do not appreciate. I do not appreciate this. I do not appreciate this because. Mom, please tell the lady you blocked me. Be be. If we are going to do this correctly, be truthful. You blocked me. But I, I mean, because listen, she was saying a lot of yes. things and I went to ask because I don't believe in mix up. So uh -huh. I went to ask him yes. and she said, I talked too much. You never give me anything to say to him, blah, blah. And she blocked me. All right. Well, we just trying to clarify one point here because that rental situation sounds like another mix up is whether or not. The, you the, right. And the bell was... has gone. So we have to really wrap up. All right, my dear. Well, I appreciate I appreciate the call. Um. I mean, she said you told her that this is your business partner, and this is how we sometimes get finagled. This with this people. lady, though, I, I swear, Mom, have a good day. You hear? I'm going to All attend right. to the nation's children. <laughs> Thank you very much. You're welcome. Okay, dear. Bye bye. Attend to the nation's children. My God. If this is who the nation's children are in the hands of, y'all can see why we got a problem. <clears throat> you notice how at first she would not even answer the friggin' question? Managa cursed today, you know. I'm not going to curse today. But these friggin' liars will make you curse. She wouldn't answer the question. She's playing semantic with words. Y'all heard it? Friend. That's why I had to clarify. What do you mean, my friend? You hear what she say? Well, I'm an English major. I said, good. I teach English. I said, good. I have a technical writing degree as well. I understand why some people don't want to answer a question forthright. Just be direct and answer the fucking question. I said I wasn't going to curse, but anyway. 
when you have people playing with words, wordplay, running circles around a very direct question, or you don't recall. Listen to me, woman. Listen. You could never go around telling people that you have a business partner or you don't have a business partner and then tell me you can't recall. If you've never had a damn license in this country, a business license, you should never be in a position to say that you have a business partner. So how can your answer be, I do not recall? We're going to pick some sense from your nonsense head today, woman. Tell me, you teaching children. You see? You might be able to fool them, little George Clifton Hunter children with your word play, but you're not fooling us. Your lack of recollection means that you fucking said it, woman. You're a goddamn liar. And you're up in church. Tell me, you go to Seventh-day Adventist church. You are a liar. I guess that's the closest she could come to the truth. I don't recall. You recall perfectly fine. You're a liar. I do not believe you. And you just going around telling, paying um, rent for people, putting a deposit for people that are just your friend. That's how you treat friends. You better come clean about that too. Hmm. He must be friends with benefits. Somebody put that in the comment section. Yes. Boyfriend is also a friend. Buddy friend is also a friend. Everybody need a buddy. Woman, come now. May not business with you, you know. You're up in church. Yeah, they're fornicating most likely. Teaching school children. Lying about he's your business partner. What kind of business you in? Huh? <clears throat> what kind of business you in, woman? Seriously. Y'all better come clean and try and tell the truth for change. Good morning, Sarah. Sydney laughs about, um, she says, laugh my butt off about the nation's children. You can understand? If you believe that they care about our children, I know well. Must be crazy. Sarah says, I'm so happy that you're exposing this. Um, Yeah, so all of a sudden she could remember a little bit about Oh, yes, I remember that landlord. Well, I mean, I, I want to beg the question. How many how many times you're paying rent deposit and looking place for him? Is that a usual occurrence? Huh? Since you can't recall how you're introducing yourself. Someone said she can recall the woman blocked her, though. Crooks know you don't have to be a, you don't have to have a license to run a business or to pretend that you have one crying shame. This other person says, no wonder children leave school and can't read or write. Well, forget about the reading and writing. They're not going to have a moral compass either. Somebody says, sounds like you her perfect match. Well, I mean, since she wanted to go highty-toity, highty-toity, I've got, I teach English. Okay, madam. Let me go all the way back 20-something years ago and pull out that little English degree from USF. Since you want to talk about teaching English. Uh, you know what I got better than an English degree? It's called God-given common sense. And I could tell from the very way that you answered that question in the first instance that you're a liar. Huh? How about that? Oh, but I want to know what this is. This was a year ago. 
The point is this man been crooking people a long time. Ask yourselves, detectives, everybody in class, you got your pen ready? Ask yourselves this question. Why would she have to be the one to go and secure a place for him and pay the deposit? I know some of y'all men lazy, but most of you at least want to go and see where you're going to be staying and whatever, whatever. Why would she have to be doing it to begin with? Could it be that his name was already salt over a year ago? <coughs> Sorry. And she, he couldn't get no place on his own? Peterkin said, my God, some of these church people nowadays, I tell you what, they're giving church a bad, bad name. And Lord have mercy. Unbelievable. But you know what? I'll tell you what. Nicholas, you're on the run today. I tried to give you an opportunity today to find that man money. And look at what you went and did. You started running. You're going to be running straight to north. Where that what you're going to be doing. We're on the job here today. We're going to lift the rug underneath all of these crooks in Cayman. I do not care who they are, who they family to. I don't care what church they go to. If they don't go to church, I don't care if they're an atheist, if they're a devil worshiper, if they got fifth of gods, it don't make no difference to me. I don't care if they're Caymanians, if they're Jamaicans, if they're from Timbuktu, okay? I don't care which accent they come with. I don't care how much education they got. And God knows, I don't care if they teach their children. You are all going to be exposed for what you are, which is a bunch of crooks in this country. Cayman is too small, you get an opportunity to come here. My God, the least you can do is just sit your ass down and behave. Seriously. Why y'all have to be going on like this? You know, back in Bluff Bay or whatever Bay she's from in Jamaica, the money she making here as a teacher, she would never see that kind of money. The children, yes, yeah, some of them are badasses, but most of them are good kids. They're not going to beat her up. In Bluff Bay, I bet you she never had that luxury. Appreciate what you have. Don't disrespect this country by getting involved with another crook. Tell me he your friend. And then encouraging him into his foolishness. Going around introducing him as your business partner. What kind of business? You just admitted that you do not have a business license. But yet you can't recall? You see, an honest person would have been able to say, no, I've never said that. Right? Because they would know, oh, well, I've never had a business license. How could I have ever said that? You're trying to play circular games with me, and I'm not the one. Because I wasn't born this size, despite what you might think. So, Afrin, you've been put on notice. We don't believe one word you had to say this morning. Tell me, why, why is this an issue? <laughs> Do you know the man, Nicholas? Well, his name is Nicholas Roberto Miller or some foolishness. Do you know who you're in bed with? Probably quite literally. And who you are going out there getting business for? He's a crook. So all of Cayman uh, needs to know. Nicholas Ricardo Miller is his name. Spread it far and wide. That he is not a man 
that can take out a work permit for you. See him, yeah? Make sure you know him. I have a picture of him when he didn't used to look so fat and chubby. Life good and came out now for him. This is before. Make sure you know what him and him look like, okay? See, he sported a little goatee. Probably go shave that off here today now. People, pay attention. These people are scammers. They're using the system in Cayman with no regard for their own people. Because look like to me, he's scamming Jamaicans. One damn soon fixed his blood clot. You know, watch him, see? He already get threats. He could find that man money when they started to threaten him. Make him keep it up. Because when we eventually deport him back to Jamaica, I bet you he better, he better find them people money dead. Oh, first lady, good morning. Andrea says some of these people that call themselves Christians, they're standing in the way of sinner and signing up in the seat of discornful. Run a light detector test, says Marcia. Marcia, we don't even need to, we don't even need to run no detector test because we know she's lying already. It was so obvious. He probably clapping cheek with cheek. So anyway, she claimed they're not together. Maybe not now, but I seriously doubt that this was a platonic relationship. They're not no man that I got to go pay no thousand dollars for or whatever deposit money in no platonic relationship, honey child. He better be satisfying me more ways than one to get that kind of a benefit, if you know what I mean. And I'm sure most women would agree with that too. Ah, thank you, first lady. I'm going to go and get some rest now. Uh, yes, I need to get some rest and stuff. I actually have a massage booked for this morning. They're going to come to me. I'm going to do that and see if that can't help get some of the toxins out. Uh, uh, Dee says, amen. Y'all know what I'm talking about? We women not fool. You could just be giving random friends rent money and going and sorting out their place. I don't even want to know where my friends live. Unless I'm in a relationship with you, that's none of my business. Now, if we knock in boots... Then, you know, I'm like, yeah, okay, I, I want to see where you're going to be. And it has to be of a particular standard. That's how women are. That's why she went out looking for it, because he couldn't get no place on his own. Sophia says he took money from my daughter to take out permit for her boyfriend. He took the money, and she didn't hear from him all, at all. He's a thief. Now, listen to me, Sophia. Listen to me very, very carefully. We need you good folks to come forward. Because I'm going to email the commissioner by early afternoon. We're going to build a case. Because if this man cannot pay anybody back, and I'm pretty sure he spent your money and he can't, he should still have to pay for what he has done to people. He is the same. A thief is a thief is a thief. Right? Like I said, it don't make no difference what he look like, where he come from. He's a thief. Just like Judith Douglas. You know how much money she stole from innocent people? So he's a thief seen way. So please reach out to me and I'm going to put a whole list of names and telephone numbers together, send to the police commissioner and say, look, Detective Sandy has already started your case for you. Now you guys go and do the rest of it. Talk to these witnesses, get statements, haul his behind back in court again, and charge him with theft. We need this man deported from Cayman. It's as simple. 
Sorry, it's as simple as that. That's it. Russ sees the churches are the problem and the only people is a lot of the voters in these churches. It's the people in the church that's the problem. The church is just a physical structure. It's the crooks in the church and they come in all shapes and sizes, unfortunately. All right, we'll call Shorty back later on to see if he's still waiting for the police. He probably is, unfortunately. Um, uh, what a hot mess. Lord Jesus. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> Manuka honey is best for coughs. Oh, where can I get that? All right, folks. Um, okay, let me go. Y'all have a good day. We'll be back tomorrow. Remember, there won't be a live live show on um, Friday, but I'm going to play one of her interviews, our Command Voices interviews, and then um, we will, you know, do maybe the Give Me Stories segment as well. So make sure you tune in on Friday regardless. We're going to keep y'all updated on this case because we like to follow through and see exactly where these things are going. Uh, thank you, uh, Cosme. It's actually a little head cold, but sometimes the sinus medication helps as well. All right, beautiful people, please be good. Don't hoodwink anybody because you don't want to end up on Ma Road, Diana. See y'all tomorrow morning. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Cold Hard Truth on Bobo 89.1 FM. Cayman's number one talk show is live weekdays from 7.30 a.m. Never miss an episode again. Watch anytime on CMR's Facebook and YouTube channels for the latest show episodes. Don't forget to follow us online on our social media channels and visit CaymanMarlRoad.com for all the latest news and community happenings. 